Guys, it is a super important day in human history today. Super important. Why? 2022 happens once every billion years. Oh, shit. Oh, shoot. Right. I didn't even On a Tuesday. <laughs> Fucking wow, once in I a, did not once put in any a, of that together. A universe occurrence never happened before. They pretty yeah. much declared a cold war today, so that that'll go what down in history too. January first, eleven eleven. Wow. But did it happen on a Wednesday? Oh. Mm. It happens on a Tuesday today. What's mm -hmm. even crazier is at two twenty two today. That was twice. Did you make a wish? I did. No, that's e that's I'm even crazy for the first one. I did. I didn't even. And think did about you eat tacos? Can someone remind me next? That's next, a lot of whatever. Two twenty-two. Two hundred years. We're celebrating Taco Tuesday mind. on two two twenty-two. And the club's going up too. Well, could everybody stop spitting at me? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get, you gotta get two, two tacos. Does it count if I was taking a deuce at two twenty-two? It does. Wow. It does. <laughs> that is. Dude, that's a magical scene. If I was talking to Tukatri. <laughs> Wow! <laughs> <laughs> How do you say man. two in Mexican? No. And we also started. Oh we also started Spanish. really racial. Oh, sorry, Spanish. That's Spanish. what I meant. Sorry, Spanish. Spanish. We also started Cold War two today. So that's cool. <laughs> Are yeah, you an War. angel? What? An angel? I heard the deep space pilots talk about them. They're the most beautiful creatures in the universe. Hello there. We are tonight's entertainment. We would be honored if you would join us. You've got a billion toys. Oh, you brought into the doll collection. These are not dolls, Jim. These are commodities. Same as gold or oil. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. You are now listening to the Collecting Weekly Podcast. Joey Lockman, your artillery power. This is the true form of floor gang right here. Very nice. YouTube.com slash Collecting Weekly. Thank you very much. That's very cool. Big, big, big. Hey, guys. My name is Zach. I'm Dean. I'm Eddie. <laughs> I'm Jesus Jonathan. Christ. I'm Danny. I'm, I'm Sean. Sean. What Whoa. the fuck is happening? Oh, boy. That's kickstarted. <laughs> and I'm Marco. Oh, They're listening. Man. You see? I was muted, man. God. Yeah, I hate to see it. You love and hate to see it. Let's try that again. Hey, guys. My name is Zach. I'm Dean. Oh my god. Just welcome <laughs> to this week's episode of <laughs> Collecting ready. Weekly. It's a weekly podcast where my friends and I talk about the things that matter the most to us this week in collecting. That's right. We want to thank our friends over at Wana Er <coughs> Whoa. Holy wow, mark, this what the is, hell uh, is happening? I, it's just muscle memory. I miss two, him. two, 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 two. Wow. The Russians we are in. I want to thank our friends. Over. Take two on two, two, twenty. <laughs> Let's start it all the way from the top. All the way from the just top. Just start the whole flipping all, sequence. Yeah, the whole the everything. Whole show just can't, just do again. a whole new stream. Here we go. Let's do it. Let's start it all over again. Are you an angel? What? An angel. I heard the deep space pilots talk about them. They're the most beautiful creatures in the universe. Thank you. 
Hello there. We are tonight's entertainment. We would be honored if you would join us. You've got a billion toys. <laughs> you brought me a doll collection. These are not dolls, Jim. These are commodities. Same as gold or oil. Five, four, three, two, one. You are now listening to the Collecting Weekly Podcast. This is the true form of floor gang right here. Very nice. YouTube.com slash Collecting Weekly. Thank you very much. That's very cool. Big, big, big. Hey guys, my name is Zach. I'm Dean. I'm Eddie. What is that? I'm Jonathan. I'm Danny. I'm Sean. I'm Fern. And I'm Marco. Welcome to this week's episode of Collecting Weekly. It's a weekly podcast where my friends and I talk about the things that matter the most to us this weekend collecting. That's right. We want to thank our friends over at One Six Corner for sponsoring this week's episode of Collecting Weekly. Guys, don't forget, head over to onesixcorner.com and use code CW10, that's capital CW10, during our live recording for 10% off all in-stock items. We have a great show planned for you guys tonight. Tons of discussion that's going to be had on this DeLorean. Uh, I know a lot of people in the chat are already very excited for this. DJ says, I can't wait for it. Well, you won't have to wait long, my friend. We're also going to talk about how you collect. Dean and I had a very interesting discussion about that. And I want to hear from the panel. I want to hear from the chat. And I want to hear what you guys got new this week. You guys ready? It's new this week. Yeah, yeah. What'd you get new this week? Uh, I got a bunch of comics. I'm saving those for Friday with the John uh, on Collectors Club. Make sure you tune in. Uh, what about you guys? Oh, this is me. This just came in today, maybe an hour ago. I got my uh, Ultimate Fallout 4 from CGC, so graded. But we're going to save it for Friday's Collectors Club. Wow. I, I feel like Collector's Club is taking content from CW. What the fuck? That's just more kidding. of a comic show, so we're going <laughs> to get the great review. Um, and, uh, Danny, tell us, just... tell us what some of these numbers mean here. So this was the slide that I made with the, the, the fair market value of the book at the time I sent it in, which was mid-November, I believe, of last year. So 9.8 was... Nine point eight was two thousand six hundred sixty-two, nine six was eight ninety-seven, and nine four was six seventy-nine. And the raw was six twenty-four at the near mint grade that I put it at. But I put it at either at minimum I had a nine point four, I think. And then a nine point six would be great. But if the presser, Eric from Comic Book Pressing, does magic and gets me a nine point eight, then that would be the absolute perfect scenario. So, this is the new values, which is just, I just pulled them up an hour ago, which is 9.8 just went up to 3,555, 9.6 went up to 1,394, 9.4 is now 1,337, and 9.2 is 733. So, hopefully it's 9.4 and over, but I'd be happy still with a 9.2, because I paid, what, 299 for the book when it first wow. came out? damn. Danny, if if you get a nine eight or a nine six, 
is this a book that you'll hold on to or is i know you you have like this grand scheme of um you know getting an x-man number one is this going towards that or is this like a keeper for you i would think it's a keeper because i think i i very much feel like miles morales is is like the next winning horse horse you know what i mean the the best the the best bet the best horse to bet on for long term so but it all depends too if i if i come across the next one number one that i need you know like if all the plants align and everything and you know like i want to i guess like a 2.5 to a 3.0 x-men number one if i need you know if it comes up one for sale nearby and i need the funds the ammo real quick I yeah. could see myself selling this right away to fund it, to help fund it. And you you do not know the grade, right, that's in the box? I do not. So I'm hoping, not, I think it's 9.4 at minimum. Could be 9.2, but I'm guessing 9.4, 9.6 at the very highest, and yeah. 9.8 if some magic was worked. There you go. Uh, we got Toy Mafia, Tukatri, Punisher XS, Ben Thomas, Ninja Squirrel, Doc Smizzle, Pablo Meza, Equan says, What's up, dudes? Andrew Gibo, OG Fan, Mark, the Sweet Angel Pearson, John Ortiz, Lane Kramer, Paul Schreiber, uh, Daminator. Shout out to Daminator, one of our newest Patreonies. KJ Smith. Uh, lots of reissues already going on in the chat. So you'd love to see that. Uh, we have Benjamin Rue, single songwriter, DJ. Uh, Toy Mafia, Eddie Arrow Maestro, hashtag Eddie's Together Strong. We also have Sweet Danny Lee in the chat. Uh, good hey, luck, man. I'm me. really, ex- I'm really. Oh, wow, another Danny. What's up, Danny? There's two of them now. Uh, Usb, what'd you get? Yeah, this is me. Um, <clears throat> so I too got a bunch of comics, uh, but I need to sort through them to see what I actually got because I don't remember. I kind of went on that tear last week, but I uh, definitely got some. Uh, but yeah, these two are kind of something that I've been excited about for a while. Um, the meme one, the one in the yellow set suit, was a SDCC 2021, uh, I think, exclusive. Um, and it comes just like that. Uh, I forget what the numbered edition is, but I think it's like 3,000, maybe a little bit less. Um, and then the brown suit there went up for pre-order a few months later, and it's got like an addition size of, I think like 700, I think I'd have to check the boxes, but, um, yeah, super stoked. Uh, they're six scale. Um, I haven't opened them yet. I'm not sure I will. I think these ones might stay in the box. Um, I might open one. I got two of each, so we'll see. But, uh, yeah, this is classic, you know, animated series X-Men and I love it. So I had to get it. So. Yeah, these are my kind of latest pickups. I'm going to get some uh, stuff coming in tomorrow from Time Walker. So I think two or three figures uh, from Hot Toys I'll be having there. So, yeah, super stoked on these. Wait, is the brown suit going to be in the bed also? No, the brown suit's not in the bed. The brown suit's in a standard sort of, you know, clamshell box. The yellow uh, one, you don't even need to take it out of the package. It's perfect the way it is. (laughs) Exactly. I mean, that's (laughs) that's how it's displayed anyway. So, yeah, super stoked on these. I missed David Jones, Sean Lockridge, and Brenton on the shout-out. Brenton says, I see how it is. I must be on Zach's shit list, too. <laughs> oh, Brenton, you sweet, sweet angel. Marco, what'd you get? Yeah, so this Golden Armor Wonder Woman was definitely one that I had written off because, number one, the rooted hair. I don't really mess with rooted hair. And then when those first promo pictures came out, it looked awful, that the sculpted. And so I, I said, okay, I wasn't even planning to get it. I, I can write this one off. But the more I saw on it, you know, that... 
the helmeted look with the rooted hair and just the, the armor on the shelf. It looks beautiful. So, you know, and this is one that Gigi kind of said, you know, this is really cool. And so I was kind of debating the deluxe, which I don't really have the space for. And so I decided to, you know, save the 60 bucks and just go with the standard version, um, which still has the wings just kind of folded up. So yeah, really excited to unbox this one. Haven't even haven't even opened it. Haven't even taken a look. It just came. So yeah, excited to, to finally get her displayed with uh, my Batman and my Superman. You also finished some lighting on your display cases on Instagram. <laughs> How'd that go? Yeah. <laughs> so I did get the Luke lights, and so I had done two out of the three detoffs. Oh my gosh, Gigi's already throwing shade. Says I hate and that so, Marco yeah. <laughs> got this. Spend a more, spend more to get the bigger one. Boo this man. You know, with the way my tax works, it would have been 120 bucks extra. I just couldn't justify that. But you know, so so on the detoff lighting, finally finished it, and I think the display is looking good. It's. I wish I had room for you know two to three more detoffs, but you know I'll deal with what I can get right now. And yeah, I really could recommend the the uh, Luke lights, even though they are overpriced. The translucent wire just really kind of makes for a clean display. Congratulations. We also got a new YouTube member, Daminator. Shout out to Daminator supporting the stream with the channel membership. You'd love to see it. Thanks, uh, buddy. Uh, Eddie, Fern, John, did you guys get anything new this week? I got some comics as well that I'm going to be saving for Friday, but uh, on the figure front, no, nothing. Nothing too exciting. Same, same so, thing for me. Just a couple of comics. I see how it is. I see how it is. I got the... Uh, Last night I posted on Ox that uh, the Kingsman trilogy kind of steelbooks were releasing today, and then uh, the Green Mile and Steelbook or 4K was releasing today. So I picked the Green Mile was online only, so I ordered that. That's she. I got the shipping notification today, and then I picked these up in store today. This is uh, Kingsman Secret Service, Kingsman the Golden Circle, and then the new one that was the Kingsman. The new one is. I like it. It's good. Um, it's different than the first two, and they're all the same director as well. But uh, I still enjoyed it. The first two are obviously better. They're they're my favorite. But uh, those were some cool pickups. I've, I think I've only seen one of those movies, but I've always wanted to watch the trilogy. I think I'm gonna have to do that eventually. Um, the, I the the Kings Kingsman. Did you see the one with? Uh, Elton John, or did you see? I think the it first was one with the f- uh, Samuel. There's it's one the one Elton where the John? guy where the guy yeah. does the uh, take me, me home, take me home song at the end. Yeah. Okay. Or, that's yeah. uh That's Elton John. That's Golden Elton Circle. John in that movie. Wait, was that really Elton John? Or was it looking like? No, it was Elton John. He did. Uh, no, <laughs> totally he did Saturday. <laughs> wow. He was really? playing Saturday while they were fighting. What a weird trilogy. in Golden Circle. I heard there's a pretty crazy post-credit scene in this most recent one, too. I won't spoil it, but I heard it's pretty insane. Don't spoil it, bro. Uh, I had a crazy week. So I hit up Steven um, on Friday, and I was like, yo, man, like, I've had this on pre-order since June, and, you know, I kind of really haven't seen anyone getting, like, the next batch. Do you know what's going on? And uh, he was like, yeah, you know, I think it's going to charge soon. I don't know. And so I get a call today, and he's like, yo, bro. Your crown series Gandalf is in. It was my birthday present from June. And, uh, of course, I hurried to go and get it. Happy birthday. Thanks, bro. Thanks. And holy shit. This figure is fucking bananas. It definitely has its problems. Like, I'm not going to sit here and tell you it's, like, the greatest, most perfect figure of all times. Um, I think the base is kind of silly. Um, 
I had a weird thing with, with my staff that a bunch of people that got the second batch had where the staff doesn't have a hole for the, the pipe, which is weird because that's kind of like the whole point of that staff. Um, it's definitely a difficult figure to futz working with the rooted hair and there's just so much fabric. You really have to kind of like water treat the, the fabric to get it to lay right. But after about an hour of messing with it, I'm, I'm like super, super satisfied with kind of what I came up with. Um, I have like most of the stuff that's supposed to be on the base, not on the base. Cause it has like a mailbox and a fence post and the gate that says no visitors, which is, I mean, it's nice, but I think that, oh, is this, that is this from the oh, Hobbit or, uh, so this is from, uh, the fellowship. Okay, cool. Yeah. The Hobbit's, uh, robes have like blue trim on the uh, wrists and then on the bottom of the robes. Um, but honestly, guys, it was so good. And I was so blown away by certain parts of this figure that I was like, yo, Steven, put me down for a second one, bro. And so wow. in a few months, I'm going to be getting a second one wow. because well, I've needed. Oh, go ahead. Use me. Uh, two things. One, did they update the hat at all? Or is it still like a, it's, it's pretty bad. Yeah. It's, gotcha. Yeah. So the picture on the left, that's actually the sideshow collectibles from like 20, that's like a really old figure. Mm -hmm. That's the hat that, which I think is still the best hat of all the Gandalfs that have been released in mm -hmm. six scale. Um, it's sculpted. So it just always looks how it should look. Yeah. Um, the hat is terrible. Like the first thing I did was try to open it with a razor blade, uh, to mm -hmm. cut out the magnet. And it, even though like it sat lower, it just still kind of looked like a party hat. Um, surprisingly the, the first Asmus hat is really bad too. Like that one really didn't look that much better. So I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to go straight to the sideshow one. Mm -hmm. Uh, we did have some hats custom made. I have to find them. I put them away. Yeah. Cause I was like, I'm never going to get this fucking figure. So now I have to go track those down. But uh, <laughs> yeah, for I... now, Oh, go ahead. God, yeah. You made, you made one for me, but I was going to say, I also have one on, on order from Steven, but I was thinking about canceling it. So I don't know when, what batch I'm in. So we can work that out if you want it earlier type deal. So, Oh, no, That's like, all. the one that I got, it's already there. <clears throat> like, he's like, I'll set it aside for you. Like, just pay gotcha. the deposit. Yeah, but I think, I don't know, because they only got three, so maybe yours was the other one. You know, Find out I soon, know. I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah I guess we're going to vote all soon. <laughs> um, I, I really like this figure, though. It's the the soft goods are really well done. The, the rooting, like, I thought the one that I rooted was pretty okay. But I'm like, yeah, I definitely have a long way to go because it looks nowhere near as good as this one. Um, I think the eyes do look a bit sunken in. I thought it was just some lighting in some cases, but um, I'm hoping to kind of be able to work him into a display where I can kind of hide the, hide that fact a bit. And I really need to mess with actually posing the eyes and seeing if I can force them a little closer to the face. Uh, but overall, I'm really happy with it. I'm going to get that second one and, and kind of make a Hobbit version with the Hobbit outfits that I have. Um, and, you know, honestly, like probably one of the greatest birthday gifts I've gotten in a while. And I was able to uh, drill a hole in the staff and now it has a hole for the pipe. So win-win. Um, so when are you going to sell me your other one? Which one do you want? The Asmus one or the Sideshow one? I think we lost Dean for a second. We'll talk about that in a second, Dean. 
Um, but let's get into the news. We'll start with the Og Toys Gurney Halleck from Dune. I haven't really seen Og Toys go up for pre-order on any of the U.S. sites. I could be wrong, but uh, we were able to find this one on TNS. It's two sixty-five, and it releases Q1 2023. I think the armor and the weathering on this figure is absolutely incredible. I think the portrait looks pretty good. I know when we talked about the Paul figure, a lot of our concerns were, were how good is this portrait going to be in the final release? How good is this weathering going to be in the final release? And obviously we're not going to know that until Q1 2023 when Paul and Gurney drop. But I think overall, I think it's interesting. You know, if you haven't read the books, I don't think a lot of people that have only watched the Dune Part 1 movie... Uh, are really going to care for this character. So to me, it was kind of a weird, you know, like as a second figure, there's a lot of other characters I think they probably should have gone with. Uh, But this is two figures for the line, and I'm definitely excited to see where they go. Uh, I don't know if we have Dean back yet. Oh, there we go. Uh, Dean, what do you think about Gurney Halleck by Og Toys? Um, Not really like my favorite character in the movie. But it's a solid looking figure. I hope they come out looking like this. It might be worth picking up just to have a second figure with uh, Paul. Um, but I fell asleep halfway through the movie, so I have no idea what happened to this guy. He was just gone when I woke up. So um, wow, yeah, he just kind of disappears, no? Like I, I, I don't even know what the hell happened to him. Yeah, I gotta I rewatch. Feel the like movie. it's spoilers to say. That's my bad. Uh, it's not like it was a boring movie. It was a great movie. I was just really fucking tired. So. I think it's um, left ambiguous. He goes to fight, and that's the last you see him in that movie. To be honest, Dean, he doesn't get oh, like okay. an epic like final scene in that first part. It's like, oh, okay. I'm going to go fight, and then the what happened to Gurney? Fan, he's gone. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, well, maybe he comes back, and he's fucking awesome. I, I, I haven't read the books. I don't, I don't know anything about Dune, so... Um, these figures look great, and I hope they keep expanding the line. I hope the likeness is better in person. I don't think it looks similar to Brolin, but I don't think it's a hundred percent. I could see it being better in person, but it kind of just looks like a like a Brolin stunt double kind of. And like I did like this movie a lot, but I wouldn't buy collectibles from this movie. Not. I don't think the first movie was good enough to warrant collectibles. I think they kind of like it's good, but they kind of leave you wanting a lot more. So I don't know, but I think they they look great. I don't know if Og Toys is known for anything. I they, I feel like they're new unless they've done something before. I don't know if they supposedly had done some things, but when I looked, I couldn't find anything under that brand other than. Um, the Paul, and at that time they were teasing this figure, uh, but their website says they've been around since like the eighties. So, I mean, I guess anyone can put anything on the internet and that doesn't make it true, but, uh, according to their website, they've been around for a while. What do you think, Yusufi? Um, I too fell asleep during this movie. So, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll judge it based on the, uh, the uh, figure itself, but I agree with you that the, the soft goods, the outfit, the, you know, all that stuff looks good. Um, the 
definitely the head sculpt needs some work. Uh, I think it's the eyes that are a bit too close together or something that I just don't see Josh Brolin too much in, but, uh, um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll wait to see how the final is the, the final, you know, product is, and I'll finish watching the movie and see how I feel then. But for now it's a pass, but you know, I'm, I'm glad those people who love Dune and, and love the series are able to get some figures from it if they, if they need it. And I'm glad that, uh, yeah, there's a few of them now to start a little collection. So, yeah. Yeah, it looks nice. I think it looks pretty decent, like 80% there for Brolin. I mean, like, you can tell it's him. Just not perfect. But yeah, like like you said, all the the outfit and accessories look amazing. So it's just it's good for the, the Dune fans to have more more products. But yeah, for me, it's a pass. I need to see more of the movie if I'm going to invest in this. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I'd have to see the movie and learn uh, the character and the role he played. But um, I guess he'd be a great companion piece. Look, I, I think it's a bit pricey, to be honest, though. 265 coming from this studio that I think is really trying to still prove themselves. Uh, the likeness is there. When you look at him, you know who it is. But I don't think it's... I don't think it's 265. I don't think the likeness is there to to, to give a, a value, a fair value of $265. Uh, the armor is oh is nice. It's weathered. But I'll be honest, the first thing that came to my mind when I saw this armor, you know when you I don't know if you guys have it there, when you go to a takeout place and the the takeout place is trying to be eco-friendly and they give you like that plastic, like eco-friendly container that's like brown, it's almost like it's biodegradable. It looks like that was just painted. But, um, yeah, look, uh, for me, I wouldn't go after this at that price point. I think, I think it's, it's expensive for what you're getting. What do you think, Fern? I actually really liked the movie and I liked the character. I thought he was really cool, but you know, like Dean said, I don't even know what the hell happened to him. He just kind of disappeared. But, um, how much do you say it was? 265? Uh yeah, yeah two sixty five. That's on TNS ship, so you might be able to find it slightly cheaper, and then you pay the shipping on and other sites. But and that's Hot Toys yeah. money right there. I don't know if I if Zach. I would spend two hundred sixty five on it. Yo, this is like officially licensed, so like could Stan yes. get something like this? Nice. Well, whoa, 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 hang on. It is officially licensed. I it's not through. Uh, so when we first uh, I talked about the character, I said. We haven't seen it through any U.S. Um, oh, okay. Any like so, sideshow hasn't got it yet, but I'm super hopeful that they might be able to. Okay. You know what I mean? Uh, Pablo Meza says, "I hope they come out with Paul in the desert gear." Uh, Marco, Question? what do you think about? Yes, Danny. Do you think sideshow would distribute this? Do I think they would? I mean, they distribute pretty niche stuff all the time, so probably. Do I think okay. they will? Honestly, at this point, I think if you really want it, it's probably better to secure it on like a TNS or maybe one six kit somewhere overseas that you're not going to have to track it down like a month before it comes out. But I've, I've, I've checked their site and I haven't seen it there yet. Marco. Yeah. Any more questions, Danny? No, I'm, I'm no, joking. I'm sorry. I'm, Jesus I'm, Christ. No, I'm that. <laughs> so, in terms of the movie, no, I'm messing with you, brother. In terms of the movie, I really enjoyed it more like as an experience than as a movie, if that makes any sense. Like, I thought it was really competently done, but you know, excited to see where the rest of the story goes. If only there were some text that I could reference. But um, 
A book it, when, <laughs> there you How go. I'm not, a, I'm not a big reader. So in terms of these suits, though, or, or the armor, when I was watching, I was like, these would make awesome figures. Like, I love the design of it. Um, so this is this figure is really, really cool to me. I don't love the sculpt in a lot of the pictures. Like in this picture, or these two right here, it looks pretty good on the left. Um, but it's still a little bit suspect in my book, especially for the price, as everyone mentioned. So I think it's a cool one, but we should definitely see what, what the final pictures look like. Definitely agree. Um, Eddie, I think I think you and Marco are on something. I think the sculpt could be improved. But goddamn, look at that fucking weathering on the armor. That is crispy. Um, but we'll see what happens when it comes out. Now this, this is the no. meat potatoes. I know John's oh, very excited no. about this. Uh, Hot Toys announced the Back to the Future 2 DeLorean. This is 825 coming in May, uh, May to July 2023. <clears throat> I, I felt like as soon as Hot Toys started going back towards the back to the future figures so the doc and the marty that just came out like i mean we we said then and there like the reissue remake whatever you want to call it is a hundred percent happening now uh yost from jazzing diorama posted a video on his group and mentioned that they were actively pursuing the license for the time machine that things were going well and then a few weeks ago kind of radio silence and then this came out. So um, we've said it a lot that licensing is very specific. Territory, price point, could just be overall. But uh, Jazz Inc. did say that they're not going to really touch this now that Hot Toys is making it. So if you want a time machine, this is kind of going to be the way you're going to have to get one. Um, I think the base is really neat. Uh, I think one of you guys said in one of our chats that there's a USB option, which I think is neat. Um, but I think that the, the problem that I have with this, I really don't mind that they're doing it, to be honest. Um, the problem that I have with this is this photo right here. When it transforms, the wheels are much deeper in the wheel well. And this just looks really goofy, to be honest. And I think they really sacrificed the aesthetics of the actual Part 2 time machine to make it so that you could easily transform it from uh, the Back to the Future 1 road version versus the flying version. I, this just looks really bad to me. And some people have done like photoshops where they've shown what it would look like if the wheels were at the proper space. And it looks incredible, it looks right off the screen. But as is, I think, I think they kind of should have picked one or the other and done that option really well. Because I think having it transform back and forth, one, it's just something down the line that could break. And two, you're definitely sacrificing half of the display options aesthetics to get it to work with the uh, Back to the Future one look. I think the price point's fine, 825. There's a, there's a YouTuber out there that seems to think that this is going to be severely improved, these tires, and that they're going to be oh, yeah? the proper height and everything. I hope um, so, because it looks really bad He made right a big now. deal about it on his stream. And, um, Who was it? I don't know was where the dubbing? fucking, like, yeah, I don't know where the, like, I kept trying to ask him, like, what evidence do you have of Hot Toys, like, progressing or making things so much better than their prototypes? 
and he wouldn't fucking answer that question. So if you guys have some kind of evidence or some kind of hope that this Hot Toys will improve on this prototype, then, like, talk about it. Because he wouldn't answer that question each time I asked him. So His point was just that they dusted off the prototype and threw up some pictures, right? That was really the rationale. But he, he kept saying, like, this is just a prototype, guys. Hot Toys is going to work on this. And I kept asking i asked him twice and he reads all his comments but he wouldn't answer that one i was what's your what's your evidence or reason of thinking that hot toys is going to fix this problem because they don't normally do that unless we make a big deal about it because he kept saying like oh people are crying about the wheels well yeah because if we don't cry about it they're not going to fix it so yeah you know what i mean yeah. it's interesting that you say that because like whenever we complain about something that's always the answer like oh it's a prototype they'll fix it but in order for them to show it and solicit it, it has to be like a fairly close representation of the final. So I always get a little, I won't say anxious, but I always kind of question like, I mean, in a perfect world, it seems like an easy fix, right? Just, you know, raise the wheels a bit, fix the mechanism, like bada bing, bada boom. Yeah. <clears throat> Whether or not it will be, I don't know. Now I know, uh, actually, I'll, I'll, I'll save that meat on the bone for John because I know he had made some great points in his 60 seconds. So Dean... Take a crack at it. Yeah, I think uh, that's really the only problem with it is the wheels. I think instead of the mechanism facing inwards, it should face upwards, like up into the wheel well. That way when the it swivels, they're higher up. I get it. It's not going to be a, like 100% accurate. Um, but I would have even preferred swap out parts if it meant getting actual screen accuracy. Like... That's the whole fucking point of six scale and specifically hot toys is the screen accuracy. And the fact that, like you said, you're sacrificing one to accommodate both is kind of silly. I almost would prefer just the flying version by itself. That way it's an actually unique vehicle. Um, but yeah, I think other than, you know, if they could fix that, this is, it looks fantastic. The base is cool. It gives you a really cool pitch to the display option. Um, I don't hate it. I'm really excited to hear John. <laughs> In fact, I was going to ask him on Friday because he, he made the video. And I was like, you know what, John? I'm going to save it. I really want to wait until Tuesday to hear what you have to say. Zenobi so, says the photos John, say a prototype on the side. They do. But they've released things that say prototype right, on the side. And not Fat like Gadget outrage. says... They usually improve on head sculpts, so why not this? Uh, let um, me know they when know? they've improved. Yeah. Let me know when yeah. they've improved on a head sculpt where the community didn't have to make an outrage about it for them to do so. Yeah, I will say nine times out of ten, the final product is worse than the prototype. Um, so, I don't know. This might be the best one that they, they come out with. So, we'll see how it turns out, but... Um, at that price point, I mean, I really don't own any of the other figures, so I wouldn't get this like at all ever. So I'm excited for people that really want one, but for me, it's a pass. Did they change anything on Ray or did Ray yeah. was just a, uh, some people liked it. Some people didn't situation. No, I think they, they changed some stuff on her. Also Kylo from that. I think they improved. On but did they ever come out and Kylo, state though. that though? Did they ever oh, come out and say, like, we've improved this because of community feedback? No, no I think it was just... I don't just, think they did. I think, 
they did I with think the that's Scarlet just Witch. The community yeah, thinking it looks Scarlet different Witch. from a prototype. The Scarlet Witch, they did acknowledge that. I'm just saying the only evidence. I'm just saying the only evidence of actual improvement on a prototype is the Mark 85, which was only because the community cried about and they it. They tried to bamboozle us with that. Exactly. So I just was, I'm not arguing it our, that yeah. it's I'm not arguing that it's not possible for Hot Toys to improve on this. They may likely very well do so, but I'm saying I want to know the evidence that has all these people coming in and saying like, "Oh, it's a prototype, guys." Like, why do we have all this faith in Hot Toys all of a sudden? Is it because yeah. it's something you want? Yeah, Eddie, because for every Ray and Kylo, there's 10 figures that didn't get fixed. Exactly. Or Countless Luke's. Like uh, the Obi-Wan. Pe- Fucking uh, Ant-Man. Three. People were really upset about the Obi-Wan head sculpt Fucking when Ant-Man. it came out. And they did nothing about that. I think it's fine, but I could see people's arguments. I was like, okay, yeah, it does look kind of weird. Um, but, yeah, for every t- two examples you get, there's way more figures that got, you know, we got bamboozled on. So I'm with you, Eddie. But I want to hear. I want to hear what John says. Yeah, I'm not. Look, I'm not in no way like saying they won't do it. I just, I feel like all of a sudden people were like, "Oh, Hot Toys is gonna. This is a prototype, guys." And I'm like, "Wait a minute. Have I not been collecting Hot Toys for, for years now? Or like, when the fuck have they, have they like given us all this hope? You know what I mean? Like, collections are built on hope, Eddie. Take it easy. Take it easy, guys. Let's, you know." That was good. Calm time. down a bit, but thanks. I really like that. that uh, nice. I, I do really love this release. I will probably buy this release. I don't have a huge problem with the wheels. The wheels was kind of like a glass shattering moment where like I didn't notice it until people said it, and then I was like, "Damn it!" Now I notice it. <laughs> but if that's the case, I mean, I guess I'll pose it as the regular car, you know, without the flying part. I don't know, but I do want to get this. I think it's a cool release. And I like that it. I kind of like that it has both options. But I, I, I agree with Zach. If they couldn't execute well on both, then maybe focus on one, or or figure out another way. But I do think that we need to talk about it. Like John says, we need to say the things we don't like because, as of so far, the only way we get improvements is by doing so. So, I think that if people think it looks like shit because of the wheels, we need to come out and in, in, in numbers and say, hey, the wheels look like shit. We don't need to threaten anybody's life, but let's let people know the wheels look like shit. Yeah, because anyway. even if you don't like the way the wheels look, or you don't mind, at the end of the day, you'll get a better product back anyway. Does that make sense? Exactly, yeah. So It's, it's not going to hurt dull. anything. It's not like so they're going to say, all right, we're taking the pre-order away. You guys gave us too much grief. <laughs> Can you That's imagine, it. bro? That's what I do. I get a little bit of pushback. I'm like, fuck it. We're not doing it. Yeah, John, uh, John can you read the super chat for me, please? Domaton, thank you for the support, brother. He <laughs> says, uh, "Hot Toys is my drug of choice." Yeah, it's a good, Jeez. it's a good drug. I like it too. Uh, even I'm getting sick of that drug. Uh, I don't know, guys. Everyone's like, "Oh, well, John's reaction." I, I have no more energy. Um, what? Well, it's a nice release. I can, I can live with the wheel issue. I'll be honest. I can live with it. It's whatever. I just think they, they they literally took the original car. They li- didn't do anything with the side panels. I know there were issues in the beginning. All the side panels are not uh, 100% accurate. 
the cabling in the back's not accurate pop, 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 with the original release. They did nothing with that. They literally took the original car and just put the movable wheels. That's all they did. And some lighting. They put the lighting under under the undercarriage. And to really screw us, they lit the dashboard. And so, Mr. Fusion. And Mr. Fusion. So my question now comes to you. Okay, great. These new entitled collectors come into this community. Oh, we deserve it because we deserve it. And I, I've been collecting for three years and I missed out on the original one. And I'm entitled and I deserve it. And I don't care what anyone else, how anyone else feels. I don't care about anything else. I deserve it. I'm entitled to it. That's it. You come into this community. Now I pose the question to you. Myself, being at the right place at the right time, purchased the original DeLorean. Where is my, where's the respect for me as the, as an original collector owning the original vehicle? Okay. There's no respect. They took our vehicle. They took the vehicle. That's fine. They gave us the flying version. Perfect. It's 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 not a reissue. Call it whatever you want, a 2.0, a, a full brand new release. But it's the same body of the vehicle with both functions. So there's no integrity to the first release whatsoever. And I'm going to get a, a whack load of chat. Well, the uh, the first one doesn't have the... Um, Mr. Fusion and the and the first one has the license plate. Like guys, get a grip. It's a sticker. So my question to you is: in this collecting, is where's the integrity to the people who collected the original one? They could have handled this so much more professionally and made everyone happy. They could have, number one, given us an adapter set to attach to the original one, where you can somehow get the wheels to do this and include the stand that people would have purchased. I would have purchased. They also could have just given us this version in the flying pose. Okay. They could have just given us this in the flying pose. There you go. You want the original on the ground pose? You got to buy the original one. It's too expensive. Well, then guess what? Don't buy it. That's part of collecting. That's how this hobby works. No one's in, you're not entitled to shit in this life. You got to understand that you're not entitled to anything. People wake up every day, go to work bust their ass guess what they're not entitled to anything we're not entitled. So saying so, people aren't entitled but then like doesn't that go across your whole argument saying the company didn't respect you isn't that a little entitled well it's not entitled it's it's hypocritical you're 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 well no it doesn't it, it seems that they're just focusing on new collectors now why aren't you focusing on the whole community why isn't that a thought why did you this was shown how many years ago at Comic-Con and this year, the third vehicle was shown. Why didn't they put the third vehicle up from the third movie? They're putting the second one up. So you can sit there. Hold on a second. Cause I'm still talking. Go ahead. You could sit there and say that I'm entitled, but I'm not entitled. I'm just, I'm, I, I, I even said to you personally, I'd pick this up. My whole thing here is though, for the collectors out there who purchased the original one, where's the integrity of the purchase? I don't disagree with you that limited or uh, exclusivity and things like that benefit the the collecting community in a whole, but I don't think this or Hot Toys fall under that just because they never state that they 
that there's a number. I only agree with that when when something is numbered. And then just like I'm not calling you entitled. I just think that you can't get mad at people for saying that they deserve this when your whole argument is based off what you deserve. You know it's, what I mean? It's not just it's not just about what But it does it but, comes off that but, way. But when I'm you not argue. saying I'm but I'm not saying don't release this because I want to have mine and I want to keep mine. My argument is release this. I understand there's collectors who missed out on the first run. So yes, release this. This is a major improvement. And as I stated, I, I would really be interested in purchasing this. But my argument is keep the integrity of the original one as well by having an attachment set of some sort. Right? Because now everyone who purchased the original one, that's like... It's, it's, I'm not going to say it's worthless because you may have emotional attachment to buying it, but as a collector who purchased it at the price that we did, I just feel like it, it's, it's a slap in the face in my opinion. And like I said, I'm not saying, like I said, I'm not saying that I'm entitled this and that I'm, I'm lagging a bit. I might have to switch cameras. I'm just saying that keep the integrity. This is a great release, but you got to kind of. Hot Toys doesn't care because I know it's about the money, but you gotta kind of you can't play devil's advocate. You gotta kind of balance both ends, in my opinion. That's all. That's what I'm saying. Because then, if you're just gonna keep reissuing everything, does it's not? And this is not a reissue, but I'm just saying, if you're gonna keep revisiting everything like this, does it become fun? Or am I supposed to be as a collector? Because you bring up the you bring up the limited again. When I collected Hot Toys 15 years ago, Hot Toys were limited. Hot Toys was branded as a, this is a limited collector. They may have not attached a number to it, but they were, they marketed themselves as a limited collectible. That's just how it was. You'd buy uh, an Iron Man figure and that baby would sell out and that's okay, it. You were paying. Limited only means to a certain amount. That amount could be a million. No, but it doesn't um, but, mean there's a number. It just yeah, means you're arguing there's the only a certain number. No, this has I'm nothing saying to do with I numbers. said limited. You said limited, so I'm saying limited can be a shit ton. It, it just it means that not everyone in the world will have it. Yeah, but once production's done, right? Once production's done on that, and it's been and and that figure sold right. out, right. right? There's no number. I'm not talking number attachment. You're saying limited. I'm the limited just... should have no aspect in this. This let me a... uh let me get to this comment here. Brenton says every hobby is about bringing in new collectors. Um, okay. I don't disagree with that at all. Um, I will ask you this, John, and then maybe Marco and Usb. And yeah, I don't have the favorite opinion can... here. I know I understand that, but but let me ask you this, John. The DeLorean's about six years old at this point, and I think from what what I've noticed lately with Hot Toys, barring. Um, you know, like the Doctor Strange's or the, you know, the Marvel characters that you see them every few years in a new movie, you get a new figure. But for these figures for movies that are older, around about that five or six year time frame is when you're liable to start seeing a remake, or in this case, this case a remake, but also potentially reissues. Um, is that not a long enough time, in your opinion? To kind of give that value to the initial investors and in the it's a, in the uh, collectible. Uh, Paul, Paul, thanks so much, buddy. Yeah, Paul, he says remake twenty life super chat. Appreciate that, brother. Usual. Look, I understand things are going to be remade. Statues are remade. Statues are numbered. They're still remade in different interpretations of the character. Some similar, some not. 
my whole thing here is you want to remake it because you have the license, you have the molds, you have this, you have that. Okay, go ahead. But do something to at least sort of keep the original collector happy and not have to say, well, now I'm looking at it. Oh, it's remade. I got to go buy the new one. Keep some sort of integrity to that new release. I'm not saying you guys are missing this. I'm not saying don't innovate and and redo like for example this one they redid the dashboard so that the dashboard lights up okay that's fine we're six seven years out perfect they're listening to what we want and they're making the necessary corrections but the point here is they literally took the carpet right under the original one and anyone coming into this hobby you're they're not going to look at the original one they're going to look at this one so i think that for the the original collector who you know got into the hobby as holding the original one, at least keep some sort of integrity. Yeah, is this, uh... I say skip this one entirely. Wait six years and get the next one because it'll be right. better. <laughs> That's gonna be my point, Dean. It's yeah. gonna have the three wheels. Uh, so this one, looking at Sideshow's website, John, I know that the numbers are a little bit different for you in Canada. This one's about one hundred and thirty-six dollars more. Is that any sort of consolation to Not the V one that you're able to get it for almost one hundred fifty dollars cheaper? Not at all. All right, Marco, what do you think about this? Yeah, so I think I can bring that new collector perspective to it. So, you know, John was kind of saying the entitlement, and, and I definitely don't have that entitlement, I would say. If they never remade this vehicle, I, f I feel like that would be fine, right? It, it came out, and it would be a bummer because I love Back to the Future, and as someone who started collecting hot toys, you know, uh, you know, a little under three years ago, I, I would be sad that I'd never have an opportunity unless I was going after, you know, the original... Um, the original uh, model of it. And so I'm stoked that they are making something like this. Like I will absolutely be getting this. And to, you know, to Dean's Poor point. Gigi. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. She, this is her first, she's hearing about this. Um, but you know, we got many years to worry about this. <laughs> oh no. Did he pull a P-Rock? What's happening here? Did he die, bro? <laughs> you doing a line, bro? <laughs> My God. To, it's not after dark. For my sore throat and, and that's He's getting though. amped up, bro. Dave had a good comment. That codeine. Uh, Dave says, if if you're not happy with all the reissues, I think it's better to cash out and use that money for something else. Hot Toys is not the same that it once was. Uh, to be honest, I've, I wouldn't say that I'm cashing out from Hot Toys because of the reissues, but I've been starting to look into some collectibles that are, I don't want to say hold their value more, but like, for example, you know, if you spend, like Dean's collecting the first appearances of, of uh, remind me of, of her name, Dean? I may have... Punchline. Punchline, thank you. And even though those Punchline books <laughs> may be second printed or third printed or fourth printed or facsimiles in the future, if Dean has that first print, first appearance, like, that will never, ever be reissued. Like, it'll always hold that value. So I've been I've been getting into comics more. I know a lot of us in, the, in, in this panel have been as well. Um, and, but yeah, that's a great comment by Dave. And I think the last thing I'll say and kind of piggybacking off of that, I know Sean is in the sneaker collecting world as well. Let, let's say the Concord Jordan 11s. They had their original you know, release of that and they've released it a few times since. And I'm sure they will, to Dean's point, release one more version, the Back to the Future 3 version of this. And I think each iteration will have their you know, individual strengths and hopefully they'll all kind of retain some value because you know they're, they're not all the same. So I think as long as they're not doing straight reissues, I, I'm... You're excited to get something like this, and I'm perfectly fine with this strategy. 
I still want to try to hear one person make an argument for my comment with where's the integrity of the original release. I think it's just the original release, right? It's the Back to the Future one version, and it'll always be that. But I, I hear your, I hear what you're saying, John. I, I get what you're what saying, are you John. About? But Hot Toys collectors are very specific, <laughs> like more so than any other collectors that I think I've seen. For example, I'm literally buying a whole nother Gandalf because the only difference between The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings is a tiny strip of blue fabric. That's the only difference. You look at Vader. And you might have a little bit more gloss on one part of the armor, a little bit of a vent that's a tiny bit bigger on the helmet, but that in itself is enough to justify three, maybe even four versions of Vader from every film appearance. I got your answer, John, so but as, you won't like it. Okay, give me the As answer. a collector, this, this will never be that first DeLorean. It just will never be. Okay, the so I see what you're is... saying. So your argument, hold on, your argument is... It's not the original. It's not the no, no, no. Exactly. Not, it's not the original, but it's not what appeared. I guess technically at the end in of the, the first, first film, film, they showed okay. the the flying in the inn. But the majority of the scenes in the first film are with a DeLorean that looks as I, I I'm not like the biggest um, back to the yeah, future it's the fan. It's Mr. Fusion and the it's, license plate. Yeah, it's what you have. So I know you're saying it's just a sticker. But you'd be surprised how anal Hot Toys collectors are about those tiny details. I don't think, I think so. We love Hot Toys. Yeah. I think your point I, is great. I think yeah. your point is great. But I think it's actually opposite of what you said. I think in other areas of collecting, people are true to the original. That's the original I want. I don't want to reprint. I don't want to remake. I don't want to. I want right. that specific rendition, true to the first original release. I think with Hot Toys collecting, it's completely opposite. I think a small upgrade in a Hot Toys figure, a small upgrade in a vehicle, and I think even like Beskar Mando was a beautiful example of that. Just a small little upgrade, even though you got the, the Pram with the original one, just that upgrade and knowing that there's a revamped one on the market, that's where the people flock. They, the, the value of the original completely dissipates. But, but your argument is, also uh... falls apart because people want the new Mando because it's more accurate. They're like... That's the version to get. So it's like, yeah, this is Back to the Future 2, but it's missing that bumper sticker. Like, I need that. People are fucking anal, man. But that's an easy purchase on eBay. That's the whole thing. I I know you don't like this argument, but I always tell you about the Star Wars Black series. Those boxes to people matter. It's like, oh, that's Orange Label Mall. That's the one I want. I don't want the fucking... Uh, what do they call it? Like vault collection or whatever the fuck it yeah. is. Like the it's not collection. like is the figure the same? Yes, exactly the same. But it's not the original one. I, Dean, That's I would even go. I would even go so far to say is the vaulted collection or like whatever the fuck they call it. They're right, better right. figures. I don't think. But the original holds that. the value. Yeah, I've never seen anybody. I've never seen anybody resell something and go, "I want the one with the other box in Hot Toys." Oh, I see it all the time here when we do our swap meets, bro. Okay. There's people out there. I'm not saying it's every collector, but there's people out there that they want the original one. John, and they're gonna I have the three box is 1993, <laughs> not 1998. Eddie, let I me say this really quick. Box. They're gonna have three sets of Doc and Marty, right? They're gonna have one, two, and three. And there's going to be some completionists out there that want all three DeLoreans to go with their three different Docs and Martys. It's just how it's going to be. I've told him the answer a million times. He just doesn't like the answer. He refuses to hear it. 
Yeah, because it doesn't mean the answer is right. There's no, no, it is fucking right. <laughs> you just refuse wow. to hear it. There I is, there is Let's nothing about this that holds integrity on your DeLorean. Nothing. But the problem is, is you're fighting for something that doesn't exist. They do not do that. Kind of. They don't what care. What are you talking about? About I know the they integrity. Don't care. They I, don't. But that's my argument. That's my argument here. Yeah, and you may should. listen. Listen a second. You may not give a shit. But there's a fucking no. People. I'm not saying I don't Hold give on. a shit though. Okay, but I'm saying you may not care. You may not I didn't care. Say I don't care. But there could be collectors that listen to this show and that listen to other streams and stuff because that's all it is now on these YouTube channels is sugarcoating shit. So I try to be the person that keeps an open mind and stands up for how I view my collecting because my views, you read the, you read the chat. I'm completely opposite from what everyone's saying here, but I'm telling you, there's people out there that feel the same way that I do and I've, they deserve yeah, a voice. I mean, it's sugar I will coating. say John might be onto something. Cause like in the comments, people are like, yeah, John, John, he's right. I'm like, you motherfuckers <laughs> agree with Bunch this of John stands. But yeah, for every like 10 Eddie's there's 10 John's like everyone collects differently which is what we're going to talk about in a little bit I agree yeah. with john though you guys are missing i agree with him that it should be that way but hot toys isn't that they don't thing. care you're right yeah that's you're right i'm hoping that one day they come across this beautiful voice and they say <laughs> we've been running our business corruptly for the last seven years corruptly? we're gonna you know if, we're gonna get back to the heart of collecting if i may February I don't 20th, care. Two oh, one days second. Ago, still Sorry, for that. two grand sold. Oh. So I don't think your your value is totally out the door. I mean, there's always going to be that anal collector. Exactly. They were selling for thirty five hundred, buddy. Too. Yeah, but that's still more than what you paid for. Well, once I invested a little bit. Out, once once this, like I said, once, my, mine look, already stands out. Here's what I think is going to happen. Here's what. Uh, yeah, you're not going to sell it. But I'm not going to sell it. I got the signature. What I think is going to happen initially, you're going to see a tank in value. You're still going to be able to get more than retail. Once the well drives up on this part two, both of them are going to shoot way the fuck back up because now there's new collectors yep. that got in right when they missed this one that now have to either buy yours or buy the part two. John will be dead by the time. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, look at this. Uh, January, 30, January 31st, what time 2,149. January 30th, It goes back up to two grand. 3,000. I don't care. I mean, the value is still there, bro. I don't the care because I don't resell, and I can put mine on the market for five. I've I've not gotten an the offer for five. But with that argument, Zach, is that you don't know how many of this new one they're making. Yeah, exactly. and you coming in, it's you coming a, in, you're gonna to go for this whistle. one. You're gonna go if you had to choose. Both are sold out. Both are sold out, going for close to the yeah, same but you price. You can't control that, though. I can't control that, but the fucking company can control that. Yeah, but people might. But if people want this, then that's what the people want. If it was right? me personally, I know you're not going to believe this, but if I was that anal for this franchise, which I'm really not, I honestly don't care about either of these. I don't. If I why really it's so truly loved the first movie more than the second, which I I think personally the first movie is the better movie, then yes, I would pay to have. If I had my my choice and both were sold out, I would get the first one. Like the for second, me, the flying does nothing for me. To be for honest. me, the new um, figures come with the proton pack, and the original one has that the the slot so you could put the proton pack in. So I get there's there, but I just feel, and this is why I'm not. I just feel a little passionate about this, and I get irritated because they did the fucking same thing. Sorry for swearing. They did the okay. same thing with the tumbler, with the bat pod. The fucking guy is doing interviews for milk magazine saying well 
we don't want to do vehicles. We're not going to touch Star Wars vehicles because, well, what is it? It's not uh, uh, economical or whatever. We, we don't want, we're not going to touch Star Wars vehicles. We're not looking at that. But you're redoing every other fucking vehicle you've done? Come on. Guys, come on. Okay. That- Paul Schreiber's comment. It's the difference between enjoying a property and looking at all of this as investing. I invest in real assets. I buy toys because it brings me joy. Now, I used to true. agree with you, but value helps collecting community in general, so I disagree now. Yeah. The value will always be better for the community in the long run. And that's a whole nother argument though. He's not just he's not he's not just arguing value. He's he's arguing collectability. He's arguing different points. But the value thing, that's not the only thing. And it does matter. It's not it we don't buy to invest, but it still matters. Yeah, I'll give you that. Uh Usby, Danny Fern, what do y'all got about this? I'll go. Um <clears throat> so I will say, I mean, me and John are at opposite ends of this, but I will say I do agree with him that I wish they would have done a accessory pack or whatever for the first one. Um, I think that would have been kind of the best of both worlds. Uh, I don't, I don't have the original one, so I don't know if that would even be possible, but I think that would have, that would have smoothed over a lot of stuff. Um, I think my main argument are, is, you know, yeah, that came in a long time ago, John and the other collectors that have had that have had six, seven, eight, you know, by the, by the time this comes out nine years to enjoy their you know, exclusivity or whatever you want to call it with having this. And then, you know, basically a reissue in my mind, because I've had other figures that have been reissued, doesn't affect my um, sort of enjoyment of it. So I know we're going to talk about how we collect later, but um, so I, I like this personally. I do not like the, the wheels. I, I think it was like Eddie was saying, I didn't notice it until someone mentioned it. And now that's all I can fucking see. Um, so <laughs> we'll, we'll see how that, you know, they improve it if they don't. But, um, as far as that goes, um, yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess I understand some of John's point of view, but you know, I'm, I'm the, I'm on the other spectrum where, you know, if other people can get it and it makes them happy, that's awesome. Um, I do agree with Zach that I think, you know, I, I know John's saying that we're not anal collectors, but I think that the out of time license plate is such an iconic thing for the franchise and the look of the first one's a bit different than the mr fusion i know that might drive us up not drive us up at the wall but my friend andy he's just like a fucking die hard back to the future guy and he would you know he would be up in arms about this sort of stuff so um there are people out there that are that you know sort of anal and, and want their stuff to be that accurate to the to the film that they wouldn't get this one to pose next to you know, Back to the Future 1, Marty and Doc, um, you know, they would have to have it with Back to the Future 2. So um, I think it's a different thing. You know, I think, you know, people have said reissues. I think it's more of a remake uh, or other people have said remake, but I think it's just a wholly different thing. I mean, I know it looks very similar and I know I mentioned this in the Patreon chat and sort of the, the network chat and stuff like that, but it's almost like a Mark 4 and Mark 6 situation for the Iron Man. If you look at those two armors, the only difference is the arc reactor and the chest plate, right? One was used in Avengers and the other was used in um, uh, Iron Man 2. And so they're very similar. It's just one very different thing and they're using different movies. So they're two different suits, two different cars, et cetera. So I think this has a place, you know, even with the old DeLorean, um, you know, yeah, I think, yeah, ultimately I think it's good. I, I, I think it does a net positive for the community to have more people be able to get this sort of stuff. 
And so, yeah, I think that's my opinion of it. If I could just interject a second, what really irks me is the stupid comments that I read in the community. That's what it is. Oh, well, uh, if you want something to hold value, buy property or this and that. And it's, I'll, I'll retract stupid comments, opinions, fucking opinions that people have. Have your opinion. Just like I said, stick, make it stick to the argument. Related to the argument. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, I, I can get that. I mean, I think, I think you know, in talking about, um, like Eddie was saying, about value and stuff like that, that it's important. It is definitely important and part of it. But I think we have to remember that even when these things do get reissued, um, you know, say, say when the, the 47, 47 was reissued, I think it was going for like $1,900, you know, or something like that. I forget what it was at its peak. Um, and now I think it goes for like 300 so it's like 50 bucks less than retail. Um, so it definitely lost a lot of its quote unquote value, but value is only real when you realize it, right? When you sell it, if you're never going to sell it, you know, yeah, it went up, it went down, but fluctuated. But, you know, if you ever do decide to sell it, you'll get most of what you paid for it back, which is more that can be said about, you know, black series and all that stuff, which basically you can't give away if you tried. Um, so I think the value quote unquote is still there. I think your sort of initial investment is you know, for better, for, you know, a roundabout always going to be protected. And that's, you know, really all I care about other than, uh, you know, anything else. I just consider a, a fun or a joy tax, I guess. If it loses the chat value. is uh 7525 remake to reissue Danik and Lee Walker, DeLorean time machine. Everybody's pretty much said what I felt except for John, I guess, but I understand John's point of view. I kind of do feel they're, they're two separate releases. Like it's there's a, there is enough differences. One's number one, one's number two. So that's kind of how I see it. And the wheels do look weird. Hoping they improve it. Fern, I like it. Um, I want to get it, but I'm not a huge fan of part two. I like part one better. Um, but like Danny said, I agree with him. That's this from part two. The other ones from part one, like, I don't really understand the argument. I mean, there's like 10 black widows with subtle differences. You don't see bi- people bitching about that. The Michael Keaton Batman, the only difference is from part two to part one is the abs. Is that a reissue, technically? No. No, so, but no one's right. calling this a reissue. Or re whatever. I think you, you called it a reissue, it. at least for the smallest moment when it was first announced. The um, argument here, Fern, is not that. It, the slightest difference it's this has everything that the first one has that's the issue so the the integrity to the original release besides the mr fusion and the license plate that's all to me that's enough i don't think we're going to agree on that and i think that's fine i think it's great that we're able to have these discussions it got pretty passionate in the patreon chat when this was dropped and uh you know yeah i think we had we had good discussions then i think we had good discussions now uh let's move on Asmus, these were from, uh, I think it was Pablo from the Six Scale Scavengers group. Uh, he's kind of like the guy uh, for the Lord of the Rings Asmus drops. And uh, this is a work in progress photo of the sculpt for the Gandalf the White Crown series. Supposedly this is a 2023 release. Um, it looks fucking good. It looks amazing. I I really hope. I really really hope they don't give it the moving eyes. I I think that's probably the worst part of the figure, just how recessed the eyes ended up being because of that. But this is this is a strong sculpt, 
and uh, obviously not a lot of hair on it because it's going to be rooted, which is exciting. And uh, this is going to be a must buy for me. So um, there's no no information about pricing or release, but this was such a cool little teaser that was found that uh, couldn't help but share that. Uh, yeah, I don't think we need another Magneto. Um, I'm just going. How dare you. Uh, what is this for? Uh, Gandalf the White. Oh, the White. I was like, we just got the Crown series. What the fuck? Okay. Uh, that's cool. Yeah, this looks great. It looks just like him. Um, I have no complaints. I need a fucking Gandalf. I asked you to buy one of yours. Oh, but you broke up. We have to talk about this. We got to talk about which one you wanted and... You know, oh, okay, all that cool. stuff, yeah. You, you, as soon as you said it, you, you like, dipped into space. Yeah, I lagged out. Sorry. It's all right, bro. Yeah, this looks fantastic. Yeah, so this looks really great. How's the, I think you alluded to it earlier, but how's the rooted hair in terms of, like, other rooted hair you've messed with on the previous iterations of this figure? So, um, the first version was rooted also by Asmus. Let me rephrase. Asmus has made a Gandalf the White, a Gandalf the Grey from The Hobbit, uh, and then now the Crown series. The Gandalf the Hobbit, Gandalf, Gandalf the Grey from The Hobbit was rooted also, but the way that they rooted that one was really weird. So, the the scalp was like like a chunk of hair that they glued on. It wasn't like rooted to the skull. Oh, got it. Okay. But what they did was they would get like a tuft of, let's say, like fifty hairs. And they would stick it like kind of like how you would do like a Barbie doll. Like, so it's just like lots of little, I don't want to call them dreadlocks or ponytails, but just little chunks of hair. And by adding enough of them, you kind of created the illusion of having hair. The way that they did the, <clears throat> the gray figure is, is more the traditional rooting that, uh, I attempted to do with, uh, my rehair of that Gandalf, which was, I mean, I mean, kind of like how our hair is it's not just patches of, of hair in a hole. It's, you know, coming out all over. So, um, it, the rooting is beautiful. Like the, the, the fact that, you know, if you look at rooting from any of these amazing customizers, you might be paying like three, 400 bucks just, just for the portrait to be rooted. That's not paint. That's not an outfit. That's not accessories. I mean, this figure for three fifty. I don't know what the the, the white one would be, but for three fifty wow, yeah. for the gray, you get the figure, you got two staffs, you got the goofy eye rolling system, which I think is fucking stupid, a diorama base with tons of little, really well done accessories, uh, die cast weapons, uh, and and an excellent rooting job, and a and a really good paint. I don't think it's like the greatest paint ever, but it's it's you know pretty solid. Um, so I, I have really high hopes for this. Um, obviously this is just a portrait. There's still a lot of fabric work to be done because the white outfit is super intricate. There's, you know, just a tremendous amount of little details in the stitching. Um, but I, I have high hopes for this. I think it really depends. Like for me, I'm like, I know I mentioned it with Darth Vader on the last discussion, but I'm like a, like Gandalf's my favorite character, really. So I will be getting like the white version. If they make a crown series Hobbit version, like I will be first in line for all that. So, you know, this, this is like right up my alley. Thanks for that breakdown. Yeah. It lo looks phenomenal though. The, the sculpt looks spot on. 
USB. <laughs> trying to find the mute button. Uh, yeah, it looks great. I mean, the prototype looks great. That's definitely Ian McKellen there. Um, you know, we'll have to wait and see what the, the final product looks like. I do agree. I hope that they do not do um, the, the eye movement stuff, or at least if they do do it, that they move to something like Hot Toys uses for their PERS system or whatever is not <laughs> whatever they did with the crown series because it looks it looks definitely goofy so um but yeah if this comes out looking you know 90 percent as good as this that's this is going to be killer uh ian mckellen so definitely hot we'll track this as it goes for sure fern fern stop typing are you on whatnot oh um at first i at first glance i thought this was um was that actor from that plays um j jonah yes. jameson oh oh <clears throat> um god damn it i know because there, there's a movie where he's JK like completely Simmons? bald yeah there you go there's a movie where he's completely bald at first glance i thought that was him but i think it looks i think it looks really good um and like dean said i it, it i would kind of use it for like a magneto f instead of a I mean, I'm not really into Lord of the Rings, so. Well, but it's gonna have that, like a beard and mm. yeah. very specific hair, but yeah, you know, I'm right there with you, bro. You you get it for the head. You give me the rest of the stuff, bro. I'll buy it off you. Yeah. John. Yeah, it looks it's decent. Um, so far, so good. I can't complain. It. I know who it is. Looking at it, there's a lot of potential. Let's just hope Asmus can deliver, and we just don't get too excited with the. Uh, with these protos and then you know the paint application or whatnot is not there but so far I, I i can't say any complaints i know who it is and and i'm excited to see i don't necessarily collect the asthma's line but i know you guys are huge fans so i'm excited to see the end result and and hopefully it's good enough to add to your collection so we can do a nice unboxing any how many books did you just buy how dare you jeez y'all are killing me i don't dude. know man Fucking Brent, focus Brent on the like, show dude jesus like talking on the... if y'all go to bed brenton who gave him a i don't know what he's arguing who about like i said just two different brenton cars. said he's going to bed go right, to bed danny. brenton right. danny danny i need i need you here i don't know what he's Fern, about, i need you to here too focus on wow i love to see god daddy turned into john i never seen dylan origin story amazing Everybody has that I think snapping this looks mark. Good. This is probably the Gandalf I've been looking for because it's going to be straight in here from the the two towers. So I felt like the first one, the, the Fellowship, you had to futz with it. I'm not a futzing guy, so I'm anticipating this release more. This looks great, dude. The likeness looks amazing. Give him, like, sculpted, slicked back hair. And I'll take it like that. I'll have Ian paint it, and this will be a Magneto. <laughs> wow. That, that, that's uh, honestly what I see here. Because I don't want rooted hair, man. And I, I mean, let's be honest. I'm not buying this shit, even if it does look good. So I just, uh, I think they they kill it with the, the likenesses. It's just the fucking, I don't know what happens from here to paint or something. It Something happens, but I don't know. Hopefully it's good. Hopefully they don't do the purrs. I think someone mentioned that. It looks the the way the eyes are set here looks good. I don't want it to have that depth issue the other one had, but yeah, I don't know. It look from what I'm seeing here, it looks good. 
Let's move on. This is the Clint Eastwood Legacy Collection, the man with no name six scale figure by Sideshow. Uh, a lot of people are very excited about this. They they said Sideshow pre presents the man with no name six scale figure from the movie The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. This piece is part of the Clint Eastwood Legacy Collection and will be making its way into Sideshow in the near future. RSVP for more details. Um, I know Eric, one of our longtime listeners, probably fucking doing backflips over this. Um, I'm not the biggest Clint Eastwood fan, but you know oh. I've seen Redman Redman do a ton of Clint Eastwood stuff, uh, all unlicensed, of course. Um, so I'm excited that that uh, they're finally getting some licensed stuff. I'm interested to see how Sideshow would do it. I'm, you know, I'm not really sure how it's going to turn out. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt until I see it, but I'm, I don't know, man. Sideshow is one of those, like Eddie said, like, you know, from proto to paint to final. Yeah. Like, <laughs> there's a lot of shit that could go wrong. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, Sideshow's prices can get up there. So, you know, I think it's going to be interesting to see what, uh, what we get. Yeah, I need a Blondie in my collection. In fact, the other day, I was going to buy the Redman version 2. It's actually really good. Uh, but I'll just wait for this. This looks fucking incredible. Hopefully, it's good. Uh, but yeah, this is like a day one. Um, you got um, the good, bad, and the ugly. A fistful of dollars and a few dollars more with this character. Three movies. Uh, he calls him Blondie in the movie, but... Like the figure says, the man with no name doesn't. It's like the protagonist in uh, what's that movie called, Zach? Tenet. Ah, uh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, like they don't really have a name, but uh, yeah, this uh, this is day one for me. So I'm dying right now. Fern is off that lean. He was just back in his chair, just <laughs> Dude, dying Fern right now. <laughs> fucking, I don't know what the fuck he took. He's over there in like good a different dimension, bro. <laughs> He sent me a comic today. That's what I was going to say. He sent me a comic today, bro. I could tell you what he took. <laughs> Damn, that good stuff. Hey, Fern, drop that in the private chat if you hey, want. I took some cough um, medicine. It's making, yeah. it making me feel kind of, some kind of way. Sprite? Dude. <laughs> I haven't seen you cough once, you motherfucker. <laughs> it's that good. It's that good. <laughs> that was <It's> amazing. <laughs> well, I don't sound like Barry. Dude, Rona never anymore, stood so. a chance, bro. <laughs> But specifically on this figure, um, you know, we were talking about the Muhammad Ali last week. Both my grandfathers were really into Westerns and really into boxing. So I feel like, you know, I, I wasn't personally into, into Westerns or, or not been, but it'd be kind of cool to have like some representation to kind of, you know, think of them. And in terms of where it might go in my collection, it'd be kind of cool to have him squaring off against an eventual Cad Bane we might get from Hot Toys. That'd be kind of a sick display. Um, but that being said, I just don't trust Hot Toys and excuse me, Hot Toys uh, sideshow. Oh, you love to hear it. And the, yeah, whoops, uh, Freudian, Freudian slip. slip. There. Hey, yeah. the truth comes out. Let's go. <laughs> but yeah, sideshow. I think it, it, they're definitely just a wait and see. But these uh, these promotional images look great. Like it looks really interesting. Yeah, I am. I'm not a Western fan. Um, you know, I mean, obviously he's super iconic. Clint Eastwood in this role is is super iconic. So um, I'm glad those that are. Uh, I, I know JC in in uh, six scale um, scavengers. He's big time into westerns and stuff like that. So he's he's pretty stoked on this one, I think. But um, yeah, I mean, from the protos, everything looks really good. 
Um, you know, the, the materials look good. The, the scale looks good as far as the proportions of his body and all that stuff. Um, you know, we'll have to see. I am in the, I also don't trust sideshow camp. I have a couple other figures and, um, their newer stuff is okay. Like their X-Men stuff has been okay. So maybe they've, they've improved on some stuff, but, um, we'll see i don't i don't think i'll be adding this to my collection just because yeah, it's not my not my thing but um for such an iconic actor and and role for that actor i think it's good to have you know everybody able to to collect some some new things that's not marvel star wars or dc so um yeah hopefully they knock it out of the park for those that love it and uh yeah that's all i gotta say i like it a lot um it's one of my favorite westerns um Anything cowboys, cowboys, and um, I I love it. You know, I I like to collect anything uh, in that genre. So uh, definitely a day one pre order for me. Yeah, I uh, I appreciate this. I appreciate the release. I think it's just the figures being done by the wrong company, uh, in my opinion. I think um, this in the right hands would have been executed very well. Not to be negative, but just based on what we've seen, I've I haven't watched any westerns with uh, I haven't watched any westerns. I'll be honest. I think the only Clint Eastwood movie I've ever watched was Million Dollar Baby. Right? Yeah, I think so. You've but this is not a western. Any of the Dirty Harrys? No, none of them. Million Dollar oh Baby's a good God. fucking. Bro, I, I haven't seen them either. It's my turn to watch. I haven't They're watched any Dirty Harrys. Not, Dude, nothing with Clint Eastwood, but uh, Wait, can Million I pick Dollar it Baby. tonight? The movie. I have a good movie then. Is that available um, for streaming, Danny? Did yes, it is. If everybody has HBO. Only if you give us 100% thinking. of your attention well, until the end of the show. Yes, my opinion five shots or six? As long as Bretton stops bothering Oh, the only reason I know that line... Jesus Christ. Dean, the only reason I know that line is from Ace Ventura. Oh, bro. Eddie Wong. That's a good Wait, isn't it? No, it's... Do you feel lucky? Punk. It's mask. Mask, oh, that's the one. No, Mask. he also he also quotes him in uh and um um Bruce uh, Almighty. Yeah, Bruce like Almighty. The three fifty seven. Oh yeah. yeah. The most powerful handgun in the world. <laughs> but uh yeah. You can blow we'll your sho- head from your shoulders clean off. Bro, I can fucking quote that movie start the fucking finish. Dirty Harry is amazing. You gotta watch it. He's so dirty, I don't know why he just didn't good. take a shower. Wow. But- I hate you, bro. <laughs> Yo, I'm gonna make a skit off based off of that comment, John. That was good. Yeah. Um, wow. Like I can see from here, those legs look thinner than some toothpicks I've used. But come on, sideshow just Jesus, they really do. <laughs> you can't like the be- Lord wow. said, stand up and walk, dude. Holy fuck! <laughs> Why are they so skinny? <laughs> you can't take a character like this and ruin it. So, uh, sideshow, I'm not gonna be negative right off the bat. Just you better, you better do your thing. I and I knock hot toys. But this license in Hot Toys hands in their icon line, where they did Michael Jackson, they did Marlon Brando. Who was the other one? James Dean. They had a license. I think they could execute it well. But with Sideshow, huh? The James Dean that was uh, Blitzway. I thought. I think it was Hot Toys. Hot Toys back in the day, long time ago. Uh, Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, James Dean. uh, Yeah, they did one recently. You're no, right, recently right, I was, right. it was not Hot Toys. I'm talking about the original. They had that you're nice right. icon on. Let me, we'll see. Let me hit you with. Let me hit you with one of these. Oh boy. Oh no. A man can only admit when he was wrong, and ask forgiveness. Okay. Sorry about. Sorry. No, bro. I, it's it's okay. Uh, but yeah, what do you think, Danny? 
Dude, I think this is amazing. I'm a big Clint Eastwood fan, so I'm just hoping they go up to... I hope they do Unforgiven, because I'd like a William Money figure. So that would be my pick of the movie, too, if, we, if I'm picking. So, uh, yeah, I think I think these look great. I'm with John. I haven't seen these movies. I have seen Clint Eastwood movies, just not these. Uh, these are before my time. And my mom wasn't into westerns, and so she didn't show them to me. But uh, bro, unless it's like Wild Wild West, she showed me that. Yeah, that's a good <laughs> western, bro. These are real. I love that westerns. movie. They're like not even in English. Had to dub them over. Wow. Yeah. yeah. All, the, wow. Most of the actors are Italian. I, so I mean, he's so iconic that even if you haven't seen the movies, you know who he is. But yeah, I would love. They they announced this Clint Eastwood collection. I would love a Walt from Gran Torino. I don't think that'll ever happen. That's up there with the White Dragon figure. That we're never getting those things. Especially now. Wow. <laughs> no, but yeah, they call them spaghetti westerns because they had to film them in Italy. I guess for shooting locations. It was cheaper to um, shoot in Italy. Than it was oh, here. is that what it was? Yeah, dude, yeah, fucking beautiful. You gotta watch these movies. Like I said, it's three, three movies. weren't weren't a lot of the directors Italian also? Dude, Equan is mm-hmm. saying pretty so much. much every, shit I, in think, the chat. I think I think Clint like, Eastwood might have been the only dude that why do we was even talk? Not Italian. Yeah. Wow. Uh, the Immortal Hero. I'm just kidding. By War Story. <laughs> uh, there's not a ton of information about this. I looked at a few different sites, couldn't really find anything. Uh, this is uh, the Todd McFarlane Spawn, the comic version. Um, I think this looks really good. I was looking at the pictures, and I'm like, I, I really hope they make him quite tall, because, you know, Spawn's like a fucking seven-foot-tall dude, and they fucking did it, bro. Damn, He's fucking he so huge. Uh, 44 centimeters, so quite quite the big boy. Uh, really nice. John, is this uh, die-cast here that we're looking at? Or is this plastic? Well, let me tell Small you right now. package. Right, um, that's not a very big crotch guard. No, it's not that guy's then. Plastic there. Probably more plastic here, but... Yeah. Uh, the chains, maybe. Not, yeah, those look... I think those would... That's probably cheap enough. You yeah. know. Um, it's going to be interesting to see the price on this, but man, if you're a fucking McFarland Spawn fan, this is fucking gabagool. This looks pretty cool. Yeah. Um, you got that wired cape, like you just fucking go to town with it. Yeah, this is really, really cool to see, uh, especially like you said, Zach, with the size, they nailed it. Um, for a while last week, it disappeared, and we were thinking that um, it, there was some copyright thing involved. Uh, it was. Um, In fact, that's what Eddie Aero Maestro just said. He said it's not coming out. Todd canceled it. I, uh, it's still up on One Six Kid. I went to look. They did take it down for a while, so I I don't know if that is exactly what happened. Um, this was on the but show. Yeah, show uh, what's no his name from this? Pose Wars with the uh, Venom? Pose Wars. Pose Venom. Local Lou. Local Lou. We were talking about it after a stream. And he was like, "Yo, they just took it down. Like, I paid for it, and like, like a few, like a day later, it was gone. Uh, it's back up." Yeah. So. Okay. So this is the information here: three twenty-two uh, Q three two thousand twenty-two. 
uh, pre-order cutoff is the 10th of March. Wow, so yeah, it is soon. still up. Yeah. yeah, it is still up. They're probably probably cutting it off quick to kind of get those orders in. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I like Spawn enough. I do like Spawn. I have a pretty good Spawn collection. But again, it's going to be one of those figures that's just alone on the shelf and that'll bug the shit out of me. But um, I'm going to pick it up. I have to decide. Yeah, there's three characters I really desperately wanted in 1.6. It's Spawn, Sub-Zero, and Scorpion. And so this looks awesome. Like the the potential to get a Spawn. I don't love the size though. I feel like this he's like a little too comically large. I get maybe that's accurate to the to the comic. Um, but yeah, that's it's just tough to display him with anything else maybe beside the uh, Carnage figure that's coming out. Um, but it looks great. All the the cape looks awesome. That would be like the one thing you'd be most worried about. Um, so yeah, this the, the price is a little steep, but again, for the size, it's probably pretty good value. So hoping this one actually comes out so we can see the final in-hand pictures. But the size should be off, though. Because in the comics, from what I remember in the comics, he was he was in the height of a normal human. That's what I thought I recalled. He, he can shapeshift and stuff like that. So I think he's supposed to be a little bit taller. Um, but I think he's... This is a little bit oversized because this is what, like 44 centimeters. Oversized. Yeah, I, I, yeah. <laughs> if you, I think you convert this to six scale. I think this equals like nine feet tall or something like that, like in in normal scale from six scale. So he's a bit he's a bit tall, but I mean, you know, who cares? He's he's fucking awesome. So um, I've been wanting a spawn figure for a long time, uh, and uh, yeah, I think I'll be trying to secure this one before it. Uh, <laughs> before Todd either takes it down or uh, or it gets hidden, kind of like some of the other uh, Marvel stuff that they've done recently. Um, yeah, I think it looks awesome. Uh, I think, yeah, like I said, he's a little bit big, but I don't think it matters. I mean, I think he's going to be by himself. Uh, I can't see them making really anything else that I would really maybe pick up from the, the series anyways. So um, by himself, yeah, who cares if he's a little bit oversized? This looks awesome. Cape looks awesome. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to be trying to get this one. So, uh yeah, can't say. <laughs> Hopefully, the the final ends up looking a lot like the prototype. I'll hey, this is Loco Lou. Yeah, that's all. Loco Lou. I guess you don't have any information about if it he... got canceled or not. I mean, it's available right now. I could you could pre-order right now. I know, but maybe he got like a refund. I don't know. So I'm asking. He should not be the same size as Thanos, though. What the fuck? Or like, he, that's way yeah. too big. I, a little. A little big is one thing, but he's like bigger than big characters, so I think it's a cool figure, but he's too big. He's definitely too big. It's cool. I, I would I'm not getting one six stuff anymore else I would have jumped all over it. I don't think I don't know. I don't know if it'll come to fruition or not. I know Todd keeps a tight lid on these things, man, and there are some fan art statues out there, but that have like finished and everything, but they're pretty like locked up. You know, the commission, the commissioners don't talk about them very publicly, and it's kind of hard to get a hold of them. So I don't know if this we'll see this. You know, I never got into Spawn. As weird as that is, is it weird? I don't know. As a kid, never got into Spawn. I don't know what it is. Never watched the show. Never watched the movies. Huge fan don't, base. I know that. This looks good. It looks good. It looks what it is. What it is. I'm not a fan of it. I think the cape is cool. Uh, the accessories and the size. I'm a fan of the size, but um, 
Yeah, we gotta see are. the we gotta I see the price point. Damn we gotta see the price point. But no, this is an easy pass for me. Oh, got a Russian. Get rid of him. Okay, go. I tried. That to get rid seemed of him. racial, man. No, but it is. Cold War Two, baby. Get Please out don't here, attack man. us. Please don't attack us. See, you know what no, they yeah. did? Uh, so let me mention oh. something quickly because you said Cold War. I'm sorry. Uh, okay, actually, I'll save it. Sorry about that. I'm losing my mind. Go ahead. No, go for it. No, no, no. It's, it's inappropriate to mention right now. Go ahead. <laughs> when is that? No, I want to hear it. Why are there so many Russians in our chat, bro? This ain't Ukraine. Get out of here. Wow. wow. I was going to say they announced today Call of Duty. They delayed the game because you won't have time to play the game when you're in battle. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> All right. Sorry, guys. Sing. You imagine us no. sitting in the trenches being like, guys, what? they announced the toy today. <laughs> I mean, on base, they're playing Call of Duty all fucking day, so. Hell yeah, dude. Anyone? Back to spawn. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, I was Danny. waiting for you guys. I, yeah, I don't know. I read up to, like, issue number 10, and the, the, the size thing does bother me, but maybe he does get bigger later on. But everything else looks looks pretty good. Like, like the cape, the cape looks almost exactly like the movie, which is good and bad at the same time. Because it, it it looked cool at the time, but it was it was kind of badly done, I guess. So, I don't know. Yeah, it looks like it. I mean, if you're a Spawn fan, I can totally see why you would want this. It says his height as Spawn is 6'11". He's 6'11". No, that's nine feet tall. This is the erect version, though, so... Whoa. Jesus. Wow. Maybe this is like a god mode version or something. He's a grower, huh? How tall no is doubt. Michael J. White? Because he wasn't 6'11". What the fuck? They uh, did a lot of to that movie, though. I like that movie a lot. Dude, I don't. It's, it's not so a good movie, bad. but I love it. It was dope. It was dope when <laughs> we were growing up. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think it was good for the I'll... time. Bro, Dude, if you go John back Leguizano? and watch it... Sometimes there's, like, visual effects that, like, don't even fit on the screen, so it, like, cuts off in, like, a perfect square. It's <laughs> See, that so was actually bad. That was actually done by ILM, also. Well, they fucked up bad, bro. Big Fern. Fern. Oh, I was waiting for you guys to be done. Um, Sorry. I like it. I really like it. Um, I'm, I'm not a huge Spawn fan, but I like Spawn enough. I recently picked up a Spawn number one. Uh, I want to, might get it graded, and um, I might even pick up this figure to go with the, with the comic. So it's gonna be bigger than the comic. Yeah, I know. Wow, Dean, you know what's not bigger than the comic? Our sponsor. His penis. Wow, <laughs> Jesus, got him. What are you? Mine or Danny? Damn, it's Dean hit that vape name. Oh, Do you keep forgetting that? Oh God, damn it! Another six segue <laughs> ruined. For John, bro. John, please. Fucking reissues. They forget <laughs> to say my name. Like, you know what? I'm just... Because <laughs> technically you're a reissue, but read. Wait, what? What? Because he, he... Never mind. It was an inside oh. joke. It didn't land, though. Oh. <laughs> it, it didn't, I didn't get that one. You bundle of worms, bro. <laughs> Jesus. All right, guys. Let's get to our sponsor here. One Six Corner. Uh, their mission is to provide the best figures and collectibles to their customers. They offer great prices, great packaging, fast shipping, best in the business customer service. 
Right now, Collecting Weekly listeners get 10% off in-stock figures while our show is live using code CW10. That's CW, capital CW, one zero. Choose your figures, pay safely with PayPal, and you know what you can do? You can leave the rest to them. Wow. You'd love to see it. Uh, our question of the week is how do you collect? So um, Dean had this uh, this great idea for a, uh, a topic. Um, I was talking to Marco and Gigi on their show, and uh, we talked about like how I'd used my collection to fund some family things or you know, just fund other parts of the collection. And um, Dean had brought that up as well. And uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's really, I don't really collect too much for value. Um, I don't really buy, like a lot of people in San Antonio, they'll buy a bunch of stuff, stock it and sell it. I know Rainers um, does that quite a bit. Um, but I'll, I'll buy things that I like. I'll collect them for a bit. And then when it's time to move to like a different aspect of collecting, I'll try to get my money's my money back as much as possible on the things I collected. It's kind of a meme within the Patreon chat. I'm always like, like I've been into the uh, McFarland Batman stuff and everyone's like, yeah, well when you sell those things, like you could have just bought a premium format instead, which the math doesn't make any sense. Um, so, right. you know, it's like $800 is not the same as $20. Like, I'm sorry. Um, and so, I really feel like that's that's how I personally collect. Um, you know, I, I use my collection to fund more of my collection. Obviously, I put my own money in as well, probably more than I should. But yeah, I mean, I I don't really have a focus. I think that's kind of the big thing in the Patreon chat. Also, been arguing is collecting focus, and you know, a lot of people are, are really like laser focused on one thing, and I I can appreciate that, but. Um, you know, for me, I'm kind of still all over the place, and I'll I'll probably still be all over the place for a while. Also, I'm reading the private chat, Eddie. I did not change your name. That was not me. That's a fucking false. <laughs> I, I, I swear to God. I swear to God. Jesus. I love that picture of you, bro. Your hat. <laughs> and Zach, I apologize. <laughs> when I saw that, I Dude. thought that was from uh, Ed Ed Nettie. Ralph is always like, Ed boy. Calls him Eddie boy. Like, uh, what fucking Dylan says. All the Hello, time. Ed boy. <laughs> uh, Dean, how do you collect? Um, yeah, so I collect basically what I like cannot live without. Like, um, usually it's something that I love, like Star Wars, Robotech, Dragon Ball Z. Um, recently, Lord of the Rings. More recently, Punchline. Uh, and uh, nine times out of ten, it, if it's something I want, I won't sell it. Because it's like, well, the whole point of getting it was because I wanted it. And if I sell it to fund something else, I'm out of that thing that I initially wanted. Now, recently... I really wanted this premium format Boba Fett, which I have wanted for years. And uh, I got a pretty good deal on it. And I had the money for it, but I was like, you know what? Like, I'd rather just keep that money and sell some things maybe I'm not so into anymore. So I sold, sold a bunch of hot toys. I think five of them. Some Force Awakens stuff, because fuck that 
sequel trilogy and um some old uh avengers figures because they're coming out with bigger better ones every year or every other year so i got rid of thor and black widow and i was like you know the newest black widow that's coming out is dope it's got actual ankle articulation it looks fucking cool i'd rather have that one anyway and thor from the next movie that's gonna be a fucking sweet figure so i'm just gonna wait for that one uh so i sold some stuff to fund my boba fett um but for the most part if i'm buying something it's because i intend to have it and keep it so it's very rare that i i go the route of zach i give him shit all the time for it too i mean if you listen to this show from the beginning it's a point of contention all the time like bro you're just gonna sell you're gonna get out of it and uh he's been pretty good lately with the whole lord of the rings stuff but he's made some weird purchases like the gut statue now i can't give him too much shit because i didn't know what the fuck punchline was until i saw that statue and i ordered it um so, yeah, but zach so, like you know bought the statue and then started reading berserk to, like to get hyped um no 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 no. i had seen the movies i never read berserk but i saw the movies and then i got the statue and then i watched the anime oh is that what it was he's yeah. a silly goose he's a weird guy so I like to give him shit, but now I can't because I did the exact same thing and it's his fault and I blame him entirely. But, uh, yeah, that's just kind of how I collect is like, if I'm spending the money, it's cause I want it in my collection forever. So what about you, Eddie? How do you, you're kind of all over the place. Actually, I feel but like, I think I th- feel like you're kind of narrowing it down now. Yeah. I'm narrowing it down. <laughs> I don't understand the question. <laughs> I feel like it's a very broad question. It's it's no. supposed to be. It's supposed to make discussion. Like like Eddie, obviously, and I don't mean this as any sort of slight, but it you sounds like of, you had a bunch of figures. No, if you say no offense, it means you can't take offense. Oh, that's how you're that correct works. on that. No offense, but like you know, you had a bunch of figures and then you sold them, and then Kinda you got like a bunch limited. of statues. Then you sold them, then you got more figures, then you sold them. Now you're getting statues. Probably like in three weeks you're gonna sell all those and then you're gonna have more figures. So you you do what I do. Like you you use your Are collection you, to. I know fund. what you're trying to do, man. You're trying to pin the selling shit, take it off of you and put yeah, it. Yeah, that's on gonna. To me. It's a you thing now. <laughs> yeah, Zach. Zach's no it can be both. It's a both thing. Guy. Okay, guys. Yeah, oh. you could you could be a both collector. You could. Hey, this one thing I know. But I'll I will never say. Sell, but I will say this. I have a tremendous amount of respect for Eddie because. Um, I've been in the position that you've been in, and I hope you don't mind me saying this, but obviously you, you used to have one place and then it was like kind of like, oh shit, we need to move now. And you liquidated a bunch of collection to, uh, you know, you stepped up, you, you sold a bunch of stuff and you, you know, handled your business. I've done that many times. I think, you know, probably no less than half dozen times where, you know, VV gets really sick or unexpected expense comes up. Um, yeah, so I'm I'm right there with you too. So I get it, bro. It's not always selling toys to buy more toys, but you know, I have mental health issues, dude. I have no idea. Like, no. honestly, I don't know I'm how just I collect. Laugh, but that went somewhere. I it's not a good. <laughs> yeah. I don't know I how I collect. Real quick. Yeah, I don't know how I collect. I don't know. I always like fucking get mad at myself for spending money that i feel like could be used better in other ways and 
I fight these fucking issues. I battle these issues in my head all all the time. So, do you regret um, moving on from anything at all? Like after you sell, you're like, shit, I shouldn't have sold that. Yeah, I mean, I think everybody, like, not not in the way to where like I shouldn't have sold that. I miss the figures a lot. Like, I'll miss like you know owning. Like, t- for instance, the other day, I love that song from Deadpool Two, the Ashes song by Celine Dion, I think. Where, like, it's the time, I think it was the time jump song or whatever. Anyway, that song came on while I was in my car and I missed my Deadpool hot toy. I was like, damn, I had a lot of fun posing that hot toy, taking pictures and shit. So I'll, I'll like, regret it in that way. But I like, it, Zach's right, I like the focus that I'm on right now. I, I kind of do finally for once feel like I have a focus with the statues and stuff. So, and people were giving me shit about it today, like... I'm still going to buy stuff that's not statues. I just don't really collect them. Like, I'm not... I'm definitely not buying 1-6 figures, really. I have some that are going to come in because they're still on order, but uh, I still buy the vehicles. Like, I'm going to get that DeLorean. I just... I'm not going to pre-order it, but I will get it. And, uh, yeah, I just... Right now, I guess how I collect is is things that I like if they're in the parameters that i set i think there needs to be rules to it or otherwise it goes crazy we were having this conversation on mario's channel with marco and Gigi. i kind of like that she tells them no because i think we need someone to tell us no sometimes so if i set these parameters that i set it helps me be better and i think that you know because this is an addiction this whether like yes it's cool that we collect you know stuff that reminds us of our childhood and things like it does help it is a like healthy in a lot of ways too like the 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 feeling we get out of it and the you know the love that it has but in a lot of ways it could become a problem so i like having rules and and stuff so that's that's how i I set rules and i get my stuff within my guidelines now it's kind of like pirates of the caribbean where they are just guidelines (laughs) sometimes i escalate outside of those guidelines but i try to stick to the guidelines that I set for myself and and it's yeah. okay to deviate, man. <sighs> yeah, that was my question. It's how, not like how, the world is ending, but you know, I try well, to be you could survive a good the boy. war. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That that was that was my question to you. How do you when when you say say, you know, whatever came out, say your favorite character came out, say say you fucking really love that Yondu hot toys or whatever, say that came out yeah. tomorrow or something like that and you needed yeah. it, but obviously it's six scale, you're not doing it like but you want it how do you either refrain from buying it or do you just say like, fuck it, <laughs> rules are meant to be bent and then you do that? No, I just won't buy it. There are some like, I have like this mental thing where I could just like, if I say I'm never going to buy one six figure again, I'm never going to buy one six figure again. I can just like, I can kind of do that cold turkey. Shut the fuck up, Danny. No one's you talking. Said that last time, man. You said that last time. <laughs> yeah, but last time I didn't sell all my shit, man. I Like... This this is time is different. Like I'm really not buying one six anymore. I so I will okay. see you can something. Still buy. Just have a focus. Yeah, but it it won't fit the collection. Like it also has to look right to me. Like the way it's displayed and stuff. And so that I don't know. It's just better if I don't buy them at all. That that's how I do it, Sean. Like if I make an excuse for one that I really love, then I'll be making excuses all over the place. So I just I don't even bother with one. You know. Let me uh, let me catch up on some of these comments real quick. Equan says, "What happened to collecting Howard the Duck stuff? Still doing it, still specking on it, and uh, there's been some rumors, so you'll love to see that." 
Uh, Hugh has a great question. Let's uh, star that. We'll come back to it. Uh, Lemur Hernandez says, what up, guys? P. Roxilla says, you're a modern time Jawa. Uh, Don Mathan says, I've never sold a single figure. You'll love to see it. Um, let's see what else we got here. Um, <laughs> Badfish said, Zach has been proudly collecting Howard the Duck for three weeks. Uh, Equan says, I support your collecting, especially all the Batmans. Get more Batman. You'll love to see it. Uh, P-Rock says, if you saw that gut statue, let me know. Walton says, Zach, did you watch the 90s anime or the terrible 2016 series of Berserk? I watched Bofa. Bofa? Uh, also, Cuervo, Cuervo, wants, Cuervo wants to see uh, to buy my T-Rex with the broken tooth. Uh, Manny says, how do you collect? Yes, true words never spoken. Uh, Equan agrees there. Daminator agrees with Eddie. Who doesn't, Eddie? I'd love to see it. Uh, TK592, limiting myself to only a certain amount of every line that i like i don't have space to collect everything and don't feel you appreciate stuff when your room is jam-packed of collectibles i know the feeling bro my room is definitely jam-packed um eddie arrow maestro says come back home eddie hashtag eddie's together strong uh brian we answered this earlier so you might want to scroll back and and check that don't start it again brian gg says uh to eddie she will be your sponsor for the collecting addicts i think she was talking about marco but I appreciate oh, I'm it. sorry. You're right. You're right. I, she's I his. Yeah, read. she's his sponsor. Uh, DJ says, "True, Eddie. My girl always makes me take a step back and makes me think if I really want or need something." Boys, I bought something without asking Victoria today, and it was <sighs> scary. Scary stuff. Taking your life in your own hands. She hit him. Not wrong, bro. I like not answering to somebody, but I think Eddie's right. Like, <laughs> yeah, it gets out of hand sometimes. Squirrel. <laughs> says stay disciplined stay happy stay enjoying your collection great you'd love to see that yeah. uh big old fern how do you collect my guy my collection's kind of all over all over the place um like three months ago i was really into legos right now i'm really into comics and uh because of that i've been really getting into x-men and i kind of i used to collect a lot of marvel, marvel legends and i sold them all and i kind of want to get the x-men ones back but they're super expensive, so I think I'm better off just getting the one six scale one. So, Marco, if you ever sell that that gambit, let me know. <laughs> Sounds good, bro. But yeah, I started off as just a Batman collector, and then eventually, I think at one point I had like almost all the MCU figures, Hot Toys, and right now I only have two of them MCU. So yeah, it's kind of just. <clears throat> all over the place i guess whatever i like at that moment but but yeah that's that's how i collect danny daniel so, jesus Dan. how do i collect <laughs> i like to have a focus like eddie you have to have certain rules try and keep by the guidelines if you can but i mean you gotta stray like i said i do not want to collect any more 112 but then Marvel Legends puts out these cool looking figures that are like just always like just when you just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in, like Godfather Three. So I think you gotta try and stay focused, but you're gonna sway, try not to go too crazy. And the way I was the question also the how do we fund the hobby? Like do we sell? No, just just if in that's general, how, how you do you collect? collect? Yeah, yeah you, like if you sell your collection. You I know you've mentioned selling a bunch of comics to get that Ultimate Grail book, so yeah. Yeah. 
I, I, like, like for comics, comics is different. Comics, like you can, like you can get in at like three ninety nine, two ninety nine a book, and then it goes up to like you know hundred to a thousand dollars. So, like, you might not have that big of an attachment to it. So it's easy to let those go to get something that you cherish more. Like, I'm an X Men guy, so like I had it. Uh, I have Invincible number one, the image. Like it's worth a lot, but it doesn't mean anything to me. I just happened to have picked it up on on that Wednesday, so like I would I have no issues moving that to get a better book. Like that's how I feel sometimes. But would I move like an X Men book to get a I wouldn't move X Men books because those are my focus. So like you just kinda kinda keep what you what your your true love is and then push out the ones that are low in the tier, I guess. Like like the Marvel stuff for one six, oh I got pulled into the hype and I just bought like a bunch of the MCU stuff. But then like after like maybe a year I felt I just don't really need that representation on my shelf. Like I'm happy just seeing the movies and that's that's enough. So I find myself selling those now to get the Star Wars pieces I want. Like I'm more of a trooper guy, so whenever there's a new trooper comes out, I'm like, oh, let me sell Hawkeye, let me sell Captain America. So that's how I kind of fund the new stuff is to get rid of the the lower on the totem pole characters. Uh, I'm next. I know a lot of people are going to like the way I collect, that's for sure. Um, Here we go. You know, I started at 15, so I started back in the day, man, comics. So I always kept that comic mentality when it came to collecting. I Until I saw my first Iron Man figure. I held that first Hot Toys Iron Man figure back in 20, 2008, and I was hooked. At that point, it was it went from that one, then it went to the Dark Knight Bank Robert Joker, and it just grew. And then I held my first statue, that Mary Jane by Sideshow. And back then, it was it was a different type of collecting. It was you not necessarily that you collected for value, but value was always attached to your collectibles once they sold out. You get in the groove of things. Wow, I bought this Iron Man, and you know I bought it for two hundred, but now it's worth five hundred, and it's like wow, okay, so I can kind of park my money here and. It's just that's the way these the companies were doing business at the time and that's why i think i have right now i have that old school mentality uh and it, it's not because i'm greedy it's not because i'm a scalper i haven't sold a piece in my entire whatever years it's been collecting you dirty more, flipper more than 15 years it's just yeah I, you can sit here until you're blue in the face if you tell me that you don't like buying something and then it appreciates in value you can say it's selfish you can say it is but you love it. You know when you check your income, your, you know when you check your property tax slip at the end of the year and it says your house price has increased a hundred, two hundred, three hundred thousand. You love to see it. I'm not going to say it's the same thing, but you know it's it's parallel. It's you know it's in the same direction. But my collecting, I pieces individually. Things I've always liked to collect things that are attached to my childhood. Something, or or when I watched the movie, a scene in the movie, and it was. It really got you emotionally. I like to put the, the my money into those pieces. Um, but yeah, I think I've really pivoted in collecting. I'm I pre-order unless it's something really limited. But um, yeah, like hot toys and stuff, I don't pre-order. I refuse to pre-order those anymore. Just done. If it comes out, it comes out. If it hits waitlist, I might jump on the waitlist. But to pre-order, no. But I bitch and complain about hot toys. I still support them. Look, they do the do the best one six scale figures. So if that's what you like, that's where you're gonna get it. As of right now, 
healthy competition is coming. We'll see. But they do some great work and some great renditions of characters. So I'll still support them. Um, but just have to hear the bad stuff when it when when I see bad businesses happening. But regardless. But that's my collecting. I'm getting back. Danny kind of pulled me back to my childhood in the comic realm. You know, I love these comics. Uh, the art on the comics. Um, some of the stories I'm getting back into. But really the whole grading process. And even Dean said it. I picked up my first CGC slab. And the, when the guy handed it to me, I'm like, wow. It's like a, it's a whole experience. Um, and being able to display it nicely as well in the collection. It, it's It's cool. Of course there the value is great as well you pick up a nice first appearance or a nice book and then it skyrockets of course who wouldn't be happy but that's my kind of collecting i won't lie there's i collect a little bit for value but just what i'm used to yeah i would say really interesting that you know john and i have very different collecting timelines and you know ultimately the way that we display things like pretty differently uh, but we collect for a lot of the same reasons and what you were saying, John, like I, I don't collect for the value to go up, but you're right. If, if I see a figure that I have that has gone up in value, that makes me feel good. So I totally get what you're saying on that front. So it's not my only consideration, uh, again, to what you're saying about the childhood. Like I collect characters that, you know, resonated with me from when I was a child to now. And obviously, you know, only collect one sixth uh, right now, but, you know, have had well, that, that's a lie because I've already, you know, dipped my toe into the 112 scale, you know, have an eye on some statues. I, I don't think I'm going down that road, but, you know, it's interesting to have those conversations with others in the community and, you know, Legos and comics. Danny, you pulling all those 9.8s really, you know, made me, yeah. you know, have an eye on comics. So I will just say that the way that the reason I collect are, are I want my display to look nice, right? So at the end of the day, my figures, I don't want them to be crammed. I want everything to look, you know, kind of clean. And so if that means that I need to either sell or, you know, put figures in storage and kind of cycle them through, then that's really what I'm prepared to do. Uh, Eddie, to your point about Gigi kind of, you know, keeping me in check, it, you know, it's we, we play it up for a comedic factor. I, at the end of the day, she really kind of lets me do what uh, I feel is best for my collection, right? And obviously there's a tax that I pay, so that limits me. And, and I've got my own guiding principles about, you know, this is a, as much money I've set aside for collectibles this month. And yes, I get into trouble just like anyone else. Like, man, I'm spending way too much right now. Um, but at the end of the day, I think, you know, we kind of, it's good to have her balance, balance me out so I don't get too far off the deep edge. But, you know, I'm able to kind of uh, pick up the pieces that speak to me. And then I guess the last thing I'll say, Zach, I was just really impressed by what you said about liquidating your collection to, you know, help step up for your family. And I hope if I was ever put in that situation uh, that I would be ready to part with all of these. I think I would, but, you know, it's got a sting to be able to, you know, to move on from your babies. But at the end of the day, we can get these things back. I remember when Vivi, I don't remember if I shared this story on the pod, on your show. Maybe I did. But when Vivi was first born, Dean remembers this. My favorite figure at the time was the Mark 46 uh, Civil War. And um, she had kind of a traumatic arrival. She was a little early, a little bit of NICU stuff. And we had Garbo insurance, so it was quite expensive. Um, but yeah, I had to basically sell that figure because it was really going for quite a bit of money over what I paid for it. 
Um, so yeah, it was, that was a toughie. I, I did get it back. Um, and I did sell it again. I, but at that point it was like, I sold it on, on my own, um, on my own terms. Right. Uh, one of the friends of the show, Sean Lockridge was selling an ultimate fallout Four, And I sold that figure and bought that because that to me was like a, it was at the, at this point, hot toys was reissuing left and right. Mark four, um, not Mark four rather, but like Mark five, like a bunch of different shit was coming out, other figures. And I knew holding onto a figure that was like an $800 figure at the time was just a bad move. Like that, that's like one hot toys post away from going fucking cut in half. <laughs> it's a good point. You got to sell one time. Um, at this point they haven't released the Mark 46, but because of the constant reissues, the Mark 46 has kind of tamed its value. Like it's kind of capped. And luckily for me, the the ultimate Fallout Four is like like Danny posted, like it's gone up from the six. I think I paid like six thirty for it, some somewhere around that that price point, more than double. Like Thirteen hundred now. Yeah, that's that's VV's like you know college fund right there, like that plus some other books that I'm holding for. But um, you know, but yeah, it's it's definitely been a thing where more than one occasion it's had to happen. So it's really beautiful. Hopefully when you get, not hopefully if I never want you to be there, but push comes to shove, you're willing to let it go. And I will say things have been better for us the past few years. Victoria's got a really great job now. So we've been in that situation less and less, but you know, shit ever hits the fan again, you know, and, it's fire and, cell baby. And quickly to that point, Zach, and I think that's why that's relates back to my feelings as well as in the sense that, okay, some people are selfish and they want the figures to be worth something to sell and make a profit. But you know, you invest this money, it's great to have that value and increase so that if you do have an emergency, you can sell and depend on the funds, whether it's to update your collection, whether it's for a family emergency or whatnot. That's kind of what how I feel about it. Yeah, definitely. To buy and whatnot? <laughs> wow. He did say whatnot. Um, so my collecting journey, I'll start with the journey. Uh, I've collected my entire life. I'm 40 now. Well, I'll be 40 in April. Um, and so I've collected a lot of things over the years. I obviously started with cards and comics when I was a kid, um, then kind of got out of, out of it. And then when I got back into it, I started with Lego and the, uh, play arts, Final fantasy figures and some of the, um, sort of United cutlery, uh, Lord of the Rings, um, swords and stuff like that. And then, you know, you buy that first six scale figure. I forget which one it was, um, but you're like, holy shit, these are awesome. And that just sparked it. And that was probably around 2012, 13, maybe 14, something around there. So um, been collecting that ever since. Um, I think my thing is, a, is I think too much shit is cool and, and like to collect a lot of different scales and, and things just to, to have a focus. I think I'm running out of space, so I think I need to focus. Um, which, you know, I guess my GG will be Eddie. I'm just going to text him whenever I, I need that someone to say no. Um, but yeah, so how do I collect? I definitely collect to sort of remember, you know, my emotion at the time that I saw it or read it or whatever. So, you know, collecting an entire line of Avengers figures, even though they're not the best figures, it reminds me of, you know, culmination of the first phase of the movies and seeing Avengers like six or seven times in the theaters and how freaking awesome it was. Um, 
and you know same with you know the the sideshow x-men figures x-men's my favorite you know sort of commodity or 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 group so you know collecting those again just kind of reminds me of that um so again it uh i collect a lot of different stuff i think i'm starting to pare it down i think my main thing is i'm pretty pretty visual and i have a plan and all that stuff but i've been waiting forever for these module cases to get in and now that they're in i'm starting to put stuff in and see what works see what doesn't etc so i think i'm gonna do a bit of a purge here um soon and, and use it to fund some other uh vacations for the family or just you know to fund sort of a year of collecting type deals so um as far as you know stuff other people have touched on like value and stuff like that i think value you know you'd be lying to yourself if you think value isn't isn't any part of collecting um you know i think some people it's the first the first you know item on the list that they that they look at so for some people it's the 10th um and i think a lot of us are somewhere in between so i think that's why i have tended towards um you know, hot toys and Mezco and stuff like that. And, and again, now comics, um, is that they do in general hold their value. Um, you know, uh, the hot toys that I have sold, I've never sold anything for less than retail, or if I have, it's, you know, right around retail. So, um, you know, I, I think that's why I've gravitated to them. So to say, you know, I've no, I talked a lot about value before, but it's definitely in there. So, um, but in general, I definitely just collect what's cool, collect what, you know sort of uh gives me an emotional response and um go from there i'm sort of the opposite opposite of marco and that i like sort of a full display not necessarily a cluttered display i don't want to say that but um you know i know you have you know one figure per shelf i, I like it a little bit more um condensed than that and that's fine so you could have it both um, ways I, I think i've seen clean yeah. you know module case setups yeah so you know, I think that's what's great about collecting is that we can all collect differently and, and that, you know, we can all talk about it. And uh, so, yeah, I collect a lot of stuff. I've gotten back into comics recently. I've never had a graded comic until this year. And that just sparked out a whole thing. Danny, the grand enabler. Um, so, yeah, it is uh, it's a whole new world there. So, yeah, <laughs> I don't know what John's doing there, but yeah. Smacking Danny, making everyone spend their money. Gigi's very yes, impressed. Gigi. Those are yeah. all the cases behind me. Yeah. Wow. Danny says he got some too. I got some too. <laughs> She's horrified to think that whole wall is displayed, but that's going to look so sick when you're when you're finally got it all set up. Yeah, I'm, I'm slowly but surely, man. Two ki two kids are taking up a lot of my time, but slowly but surely going through it all. Make them help. <laughs> well, my son's six. He was Zach, it, but uh, I don't know if he yes. started comment that way. <laughs> Thank you so much, Eddie. You fucking gift from God. Uh, Hugh has, uh, Hugh says rather, how has inflation and rising costs impacted the way you collect? Uh, there was certainly a lot of things that I liked this year that, uh, I was very interested in, but most of what I've been picking up, uh, or, or have on pre-order is kind of that pre-inflation price point stuff. So the Asmus Gandalf, you know, I think if it came out like right now, it'd probably be like a four, four twenty dollar and up figure, <laughs> Um, the prime one quarter scale Batman, I think that would probably add a few hundred dollars more tacked onto it, uh, at the start. Uh, so I've been kind of circling back. Like I got that prime one guts, uh, Ricardo was nice enough to give me like a, like a five month payment option on it, which was awesome. Uh, but that's a statue that retail, like if it came out today, it would probably be 50% more than what it retailed for. So, um, you know. I think I've kind of circled back and tried to get 
things that are still retail that are kind of at that pre-inflation price point. I mean, the thing is inflation is always happening, right? It's not like tomorrow our money's going to buy us more things, right? Typically it always trends up. So, um, yeah, it's definitely impacted me in that way. But, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not particularly losing sleep over it. I'm still getting the figures that uh, I really like. And, and maybe being more, a little bit more selective with things that I don't. Um, I would say it's actually impacted me most with, like, the cheaper figures. You know, Black Series going up to 25. That's a tough pill to swallow. Even, like, funny enough, like, at the dollar store. Like, we went there the other day to get Vivi some, like, random shit. And, like, that extra 25 cents, man. It's, like, <laughs> it's not that much, but, like, paying 25% extra on something. You know, we'll go there and buy her a bunch of, uh, you know, random shit. And it's just, like... Jesus, why is it so expensive? Uh, so yeah, it's. I mean, inflation's always a thing. So, you know, it, it's just something we got to live with. Uh, Dean, what about you? Has it affected your collecting at all? Yeah, just depending on some stuff, um, like the SH Figure Arts line, the Dragon Ball Z line specifically. Um, there's a lot of great figures that I really wanted, and they're just too expensive for what you get. I mean, figure arts usually come with a bunch of stuff, but I mean, they're a six inch scale and you're paying almost as much as a hot toy. Sometimes 160 bucks. Like, yeah, now I know hot toys prices are, are expensive now, but, um, I mean, you could, I've gotten hot toys figures for around there, you know, used, but still like I could get a much better figure for, basically the same price so i stopped collecting figure arts now they do come out with some every once in a while you know 40 50 60 bucks tops is what i'll pay for figure arts um but yeah even like the black series line those are 30 dollars now 35 depending on the figure and it's like bro like i'm not getting 35 dollars worth of figure here like um so on some instances yes it has definitely affected my collecting on on things like hot toys it's like yo like they're paying a usually like a master sculptor they're tailoring the 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 outfits so if it if i feel like it's worth the money i'll still buy it um now there are some hot toys that are like well that's that seems excessive um like the bo katan i really want bo katan but she what is she like 285 or like almost 300 bucks that's I feel like that's too much for that character, um, but you know, I also just spent fifteen hundred bucks on a statue of a character I just started, you know, <laughs> getting into. So, yes and no is my answer. Hell yeah, bro! Just depends. That's the way to do it. You only live life once. You live in you live in life Whoa. like Zach. <laughs> Some people Buy believe in reincarnation. Buy fifteen hundred dollar statues of characters you know nothing. That's why I said I can't give a shit anymore about it. It wasn't that expensive, Eddie. Apparently, Disney's frozen. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Eddie or John or Zach rather got a really good deal on that. Sorry, John. Go ahead. Disney is like cryogenically frozen. No, he's living more than once. Right next to Michael Jackson. Wow. Wow. Uh, I guess it would be what I would be saying is to reiterate what you guys already said. The way inflation changed it for me was, I don't think I. When I started collecting, I was collecting all kinds of stuff, like pops and figures and hot toys and the occasional statue. And 
I think prices going up on things tapered down like those those items that I bought. Like I bought less of something else to buy something else. I think that was a big thing. And then uh, me switching to statues was a big part of inflation. And then like what's going on in, in the past couple of years with the world, not necessarily inflation, but uh, the pandemic and everything. I, Hot Toys was getting to a price where I was like, okay, I like statues more. Why am I going to keep buying Hot Toys when I can save the money and put it towards something I care more for? Or, uh, or I don't necessarily think they're worth what they're charging anymore. Like, I don't think they're doing as good a job as they could be for what they're charging. So I had to get out of it. And what else was I going to say? I don't know. That's how it's affected me. Uh, And then with buying statues, shipping is a big part of how I pre-order or where I go to to buy. That's not necessary. I don't know if that's inflation. That's just the what happened with the pandemic. The rising costs of fuel. Yeah. uh, I will not buy a statue if I don't know that the shipping will be reasonable. So I try to pick the companies based off that, like collector's own shipping is already included in the price so i know what i'm getting there uh big bad is a good one even though you wait forever i need to know that i'm glad i know that it has that four dollar shipping um and then spec he usually todd at spec fiction he's really good he'll either a lot of the stuff for the u.s is free shipping and if it's not you know it's going to be a decent price or he he'll work with you so that's that's probably the biggest thing with statues in that aspect you know Anyone else want to touch on the inflation thing before we move on? Um, I'll I'll say something. Uh, I think it's affected me in that I definitely stopped collecting pops and smaller scale stuff. Like I haven't bought any Legends this year or anything like that. Um, Sorry, aside from the VHS tape ones, because those are just too nostalgic to pass up. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I definitely have stopped buying doubles of, I used to buy basically every kind of Mezco, um, release that would come out uh these are the like the exclusives that would come out i would buy a double of uh because usually you could um the you could sell the second one for you know double retail and pay for the first but now if they're to a a price you know usually they're 95 100 sometimes 110 bucks because they pack them with whatever um so i don't i don't buy doubles anymore um and definitely yeah um i i tend to pre-order stuff still only because i it's just I refuse to pay the extra tax and shipping and all this stuff. So I buy t- try to buy from places, you know, small mom and pop shops that I can get it for no tax, no shipping or whatever. Um, I'm with you on and, that, John. Uh, yeah. So I try and pre-order from there. That's really the only reason why I pre-order no names, anymore please. is because no names. <laughs> I ain't saying nothing. Um, so, yeah. Um, yeah, that, that's about it. Just kind of. All right, let's move on. Uh, AMC Artisan Films' The Batman Movie has officially received the AMC Artisan Films seal, which is reserved for films that are artist-driven in a way that advances the art of storytelling and filmmaking. The only other comic book movie in history to get this distinction was the Joker 2019. Uh, You know, movie theater telling you a movie's great kind of doesn't mean that much, but I, I think it's interesting. Uh, and I'm very excited to see that. What I was not very excited to see oh, was boy. our movie of the week, Terminator <laughs> Dark Fate. 
In I'm Mexico sorry. City, a newly modified liquid Terminator, the Rev 9 model. Rev, not a very threatening name, I'll tell you that much. Arrives from the future to kill a young factory worker named Danny Ramos, also sent back in time as Grace, a hybrid cyborg human who must protect Ramos from the seemingly indestructible robotic assassin. But the two women soon find some much-needed help from a pair of unexpected allies, Season Warrior Sarah Connor and the T-800 Terminator. Nope. Can they just let this franchise die? Jesus H. Christ. I don't understand why we keep getting these movies. Like, I don't know. Just, yeah, just cut it at the knees. I'll be honest. Like, when, when, when it came to the movie of the week, I was very adamant with John in the chat. Like, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> paying to watch this movie. I refuse. And it turns out I had already paid for this movie and watched it. And I remembered none of it. Nice. The first few minutes of the movie are amazing. Oh. Like, like, and I'm not saying because of the plot. I'm just talking like how crispy the fucking CGI was. Like, yep. that shit blew my fucking mind. I was yep. so excited to watch this movie. But what I don't like, and, and, Dean, I know you have my back on this, is I don't like when movies try to undo shit from other movies, specifically classics of their franchise. I I can't stand it. And I understand Terminator as a franchise. It really gets into that whole, you know, you can go back in time, but you can't change the, the original timeline, and it's very confusing, the timeline that they work with. I tried to watch this movie twice. I could not finish it. The opening scene is great, but I, I honestly don't have a ton to say about it. It's not... This is probably my my least favorite of all the Terminator movies. Um, I didn't mind the Christian Bale one, to be honest. That one was actually pretty neat. Yeah. Uh, but this one... Whew. It's a toughie. This, this is your least favorite? Even Terminator, even Terminator 3 is better than this one? Yes. But- Terminator 3, as bad as it was, was much better than this one. Oh, man. I I didn't mind Terminator 3. Which one's that one where they go to the mountain at the end? With the naked chick in the beginning? Oh, you had me a naked chick. (laughs) Yeah. What was the one before this? Genesis. Oh, gosh. Genesis, yeah. That That was horrible. Genesis was the one with the uh, the Asian Terminator, right? Because I didn't Uh, hate that one. Yes. Did I watch Genesis? Yes, it was. Yeah, Genesis was interesting because it made John Connor the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. I thought that was a really neat take on, like, altering the timeline and stuff. And I didn't hate it, but, it, again, it wasn't great. I Honestly, T1 and T2 are untouchable. Everything mm-hmm. after that has been kind of garbo. Terminator 3 is watchable, at least. Uh, Terminator uh, with Christian Bale. I, I forget what it's called. It starts with the Salvation. Salvation. Oh, Salvation. Yeah. That's the best one. Letter away. Uh, I really actually enjoyed that movie, but again, that like awesome. it almost yeah, didn't even my... feel like a Terminator movie. But it was cool because you got to see the things that John Connor talked about in the first movie, or I'm uh, not John Connor. Uh, Kyle Reese. Kyle Reese. Running away from the HKs, you know, like... And he was a good cast, too. 
He was great. a good cast. He really was. Great cast. But it, it was also good because it showed, like, in one and two, John Connor, like, you get the vibe that this motherfucker's like Jesus. Like, he's like the fucking coming yeah. of Christ. Like, and then in Salvation, he's like, I mean, he's important, but he gets shit on quite a bit by yeah. his, his COs. And so that movie also, uh, better than Terminator 3, so it's more than just watchable. It's enjoyable. Um, the whole, before I even get to this movie, the whole point of Terminator 1 and 2, at the very end of 2, it's, there's no fate but what we make. This doesn't have to happen. We can be better. And then in Terminator 3, it's like, nah, it's going to happen no matter what you do, so sorry. It's like, you just fucking shit on the whole message of Terminator 2. This None of this needed to happen. They did not need to make these movies. Zach is right. Let this fucking franchise just go. So this movie... The I will opening say, scene... Oh, on does T2. No. I, I will say, this movie is a direct sequel to T2. It... It, it oh, is it red comedy? Yes, yeah, so it pauses that none of those things ever happened. This is a direct. Okay. But it, but that's a terrible. So then it starts the movie, the movie by completely undoing <laughs> wow. everything from T one and T two. Yeah, um, this is uh, trash. You UG, the, I don't care what you say. Did, this is... did you guys ever watch the show? Sarah yeah, Connor. Chronicles? That was actually decent. That was a yeah, banger show. Yeah. Again, I don't think it was necessary, but it was pretty good. Uh, it got canceled. I think it's only two seasons, maybe. And she was cute. Uh, yeah, the 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 T series in that show, hell, like she's from uh, um, uh, Firefly. But anyway, um, this movie, the opening scene with the CGI and like they're at the beach, and the Terminator comes up and kills fucking John Connor. Fucking crazy. Uh, that's about where it stops being good. Because <laughs> uh, you get the ruthlessness of the Terminator, right? Like, right. Even in 1 and 2, it's ruthless, but it's like, the, obviously, like, you kind of have some plot armor, right? Like, they're not going to die because they really can't, the most important people. Right. But, dude, that opening scene, it's like, well, that T1 and T2 were cool. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, as cool as the opening scene is, you're right, Zach. Like, it, it, like well, that was... What we had was great. Now we got to deal with this. Yeah. And it's just not good. And honestly, I was really excited for this movie because the, the same, uh, what's his name? James Cameron came back. And I was like, okay, this is like a legitimate fucking, like, here we go. It's his story. Let's get it done. And talk about dropping the fucking ball, bro. This it's this is actually unwatchable. I feel that he's good. Wasn't the director the guy that did Deadpool as well? Yep. That I did not know until I looked it up, and I yeah, couldn't it says it right it. there on the movie poster. Wow, really? You know what else it literally you know what it right doesn't say on, You know what it doesn't say on the movie poster, Dean? The CPU oh. is a neural net processor, a learning computer. Dude, I was gonna yeah, say yeah. when it was my turn. Damn it, Dean. Um, you know the the last movie with uh, Daenerys Targaryen. Uh, at least it was f like fun. They were like, oh, like this is. Oh man, I forgot like, about that one. It kind of explains why the Terminator looks old. You're like, oh shit, okay, like, pops. I get it. it. This is just not good. This is just really. It's just like I said, it's unwatchable. I'm sitting there like, what am I fucking doing here? Like, for such a beloved, I, I don't even want to say franchise because it's really just one and two that I like. 
like wholeheartedly. I have problems with all the other ones, but like I said, they're watchable. This, how dare you, John? Now, John didn't know. He'd never seen it. He'd never seen it either. So I'm not going that hard of it. I think we're giving this movie too credit, too much credit already. (laughs) We're taking way too much long. This should have been right at the knees done. Yeah, go on. This, uh, I disagree with. Dean and Zach in the fact that I don't want them to stop using this franchise because I think they can make good movies without having to use T1 and T2. Yeah. Salvation yeah, was a Salvation was could have been a better movie than it was with the story. I think it could have been a, a, good a really good one. It's okay, but it's not amazing. How dare you. Um the cast is is really great for it, but the story is like what they could have done better. But with this like John says, don't sugarcoat shit. This is a woke piece of shit movie that it has no purpose other than to destroy your shit and to tell a message, and that's why it fucking sucks, dude. This was there's no storytelling here at all. Like, it's just that's why they kill John Connor copy. in the beginning. They want to tell you like, fuck you guys. Yep. This is our story. There goes so your childhood. Yeah, there exactly. Goes Luke Skywalker. I hate, right in the chest. I hate six, six scale mafias. Uh, super chat. Terminator, aliens, predator, diehard, all ruined. Pudgy says, "Preach, Eddie." Sorry about that. And it doesn't even make sense because, yes, John Connor is the savior, but th- that dude would be nothing without his mom, who is a woman, who is the strongest woman in fucking pop culture, arguably. Like, oh, this is the '80s, bro. Like, like this, this woman part. is a badass and she always was a badass yeah. and she, yeah. like so it doesn't even make sense to me that they needed to do that yeah it's like no it, she kind of became a badass yeah yeah she was a nobody she was a too she was but just a John, eddie's saying that they they the story is just written well that they don't need to shove it down your fucking throat like woman yeah. strong it's like she's just a fucking awesome character yeah. that everyone's like holy shit she's a fucking badass you don't need a fucking spoon fed to you okay guys here you go you're gonna like this exactly. now right it's like i don't need that just write a good fucking character write a good story i'm with eddie um are you done eddie yeah, I'm done. <laughs> I, I, I literally just want to get it over and done with. Like, this, is, this is just so fucking like 6.2 out of 10 IMDb, 70% Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, Runtime. I was just about to say. Two hours and eight minutes of, well, I'll put it to you this way. I'll be honest. I didn't even finish the movie. That's how bad it was. I'll be I'll honest. i shut you down, John. The second. Wow. I didn't finish that, it either. The second. Um, I didn't either. She put her hands on. Sarah Connor and made her weak. I shut the fucking thing off. I was like, no, sorry. You know when she put her against the wall, and she's just like, you know what I mean? Made her look stupid. I'm like, yeah, because no. this is this obliterates the Terminator franchise. Obliterates it. Uh, the beginning though, holy mac! I'm like, I don't know what you guys were talking about. This is going to be good because you saw a scene that you'd never think you'd see in a Terminator movie ever. Right to the chest. The kid's gone. Done badass the rest of the movie when they're in that car part when they're in the car assembly work thing and the the, the cgi they use the effects oh my god i don't know i didn't like it i didn't even get to see arnold i didn't even get to the point where arnold's revealed in this movie that's how fast i shut it off sorry uh garbage uh garbage i want to hear one other person complain about richie rich 10 times better 
Richie Rich was. I'll give you that. This might be the this might be the worst movie we've ever. Picked. I, I have to apologize. In, in my in my in my uh, in my defense, I've passed by this movie so many times on the streaming services. I'm like, I want to watch this one day because how they can't mess up a Terminator movie. It's going to be epic. Wow, was I wrong? John. And can I ask another question, just for shits and giggles? Why is it held in Mexico? Like, why is the theme in Mexico? Oh, no. no. Like, is it they, attached to this? Oh, hold on a yeah, second. Yeah, that's where she... They, they uh, go to Mexico at the end of T2 to get off the radar. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay, I didn't remember that. Okay, But, John, I would Sorry. rather watch Richie Rich in- start to finish on repeat for a year. Yeah. Over and over again than watch this. Yeah. Yeah. In, in, yeah. in the cupboard. Whoa! Was a that's a pretty good movie. Whoa. That's a good Danny, movie. Darth get Vader's the in that fuck movie. out of here. I want to see what Danny's going to pick. What does he say on Big Daddy? If you don't like spaghetti and meatballs, why don't you just get the fuck out of <laughs> here? <laughs> All right, Danny. Balls. Let's go. Cut it at the knees. DJ says, welcome to the I'm, racist hour. I've never even watched Who it. Who said that? I think I barely it's watched it Friday. at a poker game. Who said worst? Welcome to the fucking smack. So I can't really say anything Whoa. about this movie because it wasn't available. <laughs> Daminator said this movie is as good as the Star Wars sequels. I'd rather watch wow. those, to be honest. Yeah, I would too. Actually, I At thought least. about that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I would rather watch the sequels. Than yeah. That's a good point. No, I'd rather watch those. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Danny, go. Spill the beans. I don't remember it. it. <laughs> I, wa- I mean, I didn't rewatch oh, it. Perfect. I watched it once. In the background of a poker game, and that's it. So you're lucky. I want to hear shots. That's bad. That's bad, that's bad that you don't remember a movie. You don't remember a Terminator movie like that. That fucking yeah. sucks. You know. He must what have mean? been winning the poker. Oh no. <laughs> uh, Go on, Fern. Uh, Fern. Liquor in the front, poker in the back. I. Jesus I actually liked this movie. To be honest, I might be the only one that actually liked it. Okay, um, let's hear. It. Uh, no, no, outside, out, outside of like DC and Marvel and Star Wars, Terminator is like my favorite franchise. I had, I had all the Hot Toys figures, but I ended up selling them, and I kind of want them back. But I, I was really hoping they would make uh, Arnold for this movie, and they, they didn't. Well, a third party company did, but it looked horrible. Um, but I actually liked them. It's not the best, but I think. To me personally, the worst one is probably Terminator Three. Yeah, um, no. But you know what's the only then, good part of Terminator Three? But then again, like I said, you you can't compare any Titties. of these um, movies to T Two because T Two, like I said, is is the best movie ever made. It's better. I, I'm sorry to say it, but it's better than Star Wars. It's better than <laughs> what? Oh, okay, that, that's I, a hot take. That that. <laughs> To me, is the best movie ever. That Nyquil, man, Nyquil's kicking in. I think it's the cough medicine that's affecting. <laughs> Fern on that just... good lean, bro. <laughs> All right, I'm a little bit nervous because I'm that's, kind of agreeing with high ass Fern over here. So some some might be wrong with me, but no, Fern, wow. this is kind of a this is kind of a decent movie, right? Like compared to three and to Genesis, like this is head and shoulders above that. And I agree with you that it doesn't even come anywhere near T two, right? Like it's. Definitely not in that stratosphere whatsoever, but there's some really cool concepts about, you know, obviously everyone's talked about John Connor, you know, dying in the beginning. And is Danny the name of the character, the the one that's kind of like the concept of John Connor that would ultimately at the end of the day. Yes, uh, yes the female. Right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of cool. Like it's, uh, it's, you know, saying that it's kind of a concept. It's not anything that's like that special about John Connor. 
but about this spark that you know could lead lead to everyone's salvation. So I really like that. The fact that it was taking place in Mexico and there's some Latinos. The fact that this is the, you know the woke stuff that I love to see. Eddie, I see you with your hand over your face. Can't believe you call this woke. This movie. <laughs> you ate it up, dude. You ate up exactly what they were trying to sell. No, you, because it's, this story it's is exactly T right? two though. No, how she's that's the what they were trying to sell to you. They put a they put on this fucking thing and they're like, this is what people are gonna think. It yeah, well, it's it's, it's just a different take, and uh, uh, that's what I appreciate. But John, you might you might not be wrong. Like, and that's I think that's the problem is it's just kind of generic overall. Mm. It's like nothing that we hadn't necessarily seen before, peppered in with some interesting concepts. And so ultimately, I think it fails as a movie, but it's not. I don't think it was nearly as bad as you all were saying because I've seen bad Terminator, and that's three in Genesis. Like that shit was trash. I feel like this was kind of a, a little bit better than those. I mean, T two, you got a a kid that like his dad is not even born yet. That's just fucking mind blowing. Yeah. So in Star Wars, you got your brother kissing his sister. So. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> now that you put it that way. Damn. Um. So my thoughts on this movie. Okay. I don't think it's a good movie. Like you know, in a vacuum, I don't think it's a good movie. I think it's probably the third best Terminator. Um. Now wow. that doesn't mean it's better than one, Salvation. Two, three. Uh, you know. Yes, I don't. I think it's two is obviously up on a pedestal, then one, and then like a football field, and then this one. You know what I mean? Um, now, now, after seeing all the other ones, I think I went into this with can if you can have negative expectations. I had negative expectations going into this movie, um, and so when I saw it, I think I was pleasantly uh, surprised by it. I thought, um, you know. It had a lot of cool stuff in it. It had a lot of cool scenes in it. I thought the CGI for the new Terminator was pretty cool, pretty cool concept. Um, you know, some some CGI was better than others, but I think overall, um, I think this movie entertained me. Um, I wasn't going into it, you know, with, like I said, any expectations. I was just going into it uh, to be entertained, um, and I think it delivered on that one. So that's why I said it's it's a decent Terminator movie if you want to call it that um i didn't get into the the woke stuff and and whatever you said i thought that was you know i guess i just didn't key in on it uh you know but um but yeah i think you could do worse and like marco said they're called terminator 3 in genesis um so i like stuff exploding i like stuff i like robots and so i thought it was good enough for me um but yeah i i would rather watch this versus Richie Rich. I'll, I'll say that. <laughs> I'll say that loud and I'll say it proud. Wow. There's one good thing uh, about Terminator 3. I know how John feels about the reissues. I'll tell you that much. What's that, Danny? It's when when they showed the, the origin of his voice. Remember they showed like the, the, the prototype of Arnold Schwarzenegger, the soldier? And he had like that golly voice <laughs> and then like the, the tech nerd whatever type yeah. on the computer he yeah. had the real Terminator voice that was cool yeah that was cool that wrong. was in Terminator 3 yeah that was in the, when they were looking oh, at the videos no that was in Salvation I would no. argue to say you're Wait, not was a that T2 fan if you like this movie no it was in okay never mind then Terminator 3 sucks then <laughs> I didn't See, like Gr- I didn't like Grace she's uh flipping augmented what she's augmented the fuck you mean she's augmented she needs medication fucking send her back and get me a robot over here then she's a robot robot, she's not a robot 
Marco, plug. <laughs> let's talk about what you got going on on One Six Fix. Yeah, so so we do owe our audience some unboxings here. We we haven't unboxed the Razor Crest just yet. Um, so we've got that upcoming, and then obviously this Golden Armor Wonder Woman. And we've, again, been really enjoying those unboxings where we get to interact with folks and talk about really, really stupid stuff, um, such as the figure's butts. And uh, yeah, so having a really good time with those. And then we're also trying to do more uh, you know, interaction with either people from our personal lives or people in the community. So we've got uh, Ben Thomas and his fiance Shauna coming on this Saturday. Uh, we're going to do an 11 a.m. stream. Um, so I think that'll be kind of our regular time and would love to have all you guys on and your, you know, your significant others, if applicable, and they're, you know, comfortable coming on. But just kind of talking about the different ways people collect and, you know, what got us into this. So, yeah, looking forward to that conversation with Ben. What so, an yeah, absolute so, fucking angel. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, I think he's camera ready. He and I did a little little test. And so it is one slash six fix if you go check us out. Um, and, uh, yeah, subscribe if you can, please. Unrelated to anything you just said, but... Um, I was looking at your podcast feed the other day, and we've been trying to change our art for like five months. Like, I'll submit it. It doesn't go through. I'll submit it. It doesn't go through. Finally, I figured it out. So if you need advice on changing your podcast art to the new logo Manny made, I'll let your boy, dude. Okay, thank you. It was an absolute you. fucking nightmare, bro. Oh, gosh. <laughs> um, Dean, you know what's not a nightmare? The sweet angels that keep the network going. Bro, they're so beautiful and... It is my genuine pleasure to read their names at the end of every show. And I'm going to do that for you right now. So stick around. Sean Fear, Ian CB, Renee Mendez, Eric Mariscal, Quinn Aguirre, Lemur Hernandez, King Louie, Mark Pearson, Paul Schreiber, James Colley, Equan, Chris Valenserina, Ben Thomas, Chris Letty, David Jones, Sam Gist, Daminator. Love to see that. He's in the chat as well. Sweet, sweet Danny Lee, Deanie Martin, Stephen Krepp, Big Ol' Fern, King Zach, Cesar Mariquin, Mike Cruz, Lisa Martin Bomonsky, Rick DeGregorio, Alvin Jules, the handsome, the lovely, the angry, the everyday collector, Ricardo Valdez, Jose CZ, Irwin Azucena, the illustrious Rainer, Alad Morgan, Tukathri, Wah, Seth Tucker, CC3PO, Scott Smith, Domaton, Bo Leboyd, Jimmy James, Stephen Percher, Sean Usby on the panel tonight, Scott Bradley, Stephen Maria Stanley, Jesse Contreras, Eddie Manzanares, Louis Bennett, Chip Perrin, Jimmy Hernandez, Gigi the Judgmental, and Brenton Palmer. What a bunch Shout of out. sweet angels. Shout out to Don. We were kind of worried, you know, with the clip, you know, and uh, he he commented and said it was the funniest shit he's ever seen. So what a what a good what sport, a sweetheart. You love to see it. In March, we got some great stickers for you guys for the Patreonies. We have the Pose Wars holographic sticker, uh, one of the most popular shows on the network. Uh, you love to see that. We also have the Dylan sticker. So hey, longtime Dylan. host of Small Talk, uh, the first ever. Uh, host other than Dean and I, I believe, of Collecting Weekly, along with Ian and Pete. So definitely. Never mind. What's up, friend? What? I was going to say something, but never mind. Shout out to Manny for the amazing artwork on that. And uh, yeah, this is fucking awesome. Uh, So you love to see that. We have three tiers, the $5 Sweet Angel tier, 
uh, stickers sent straight to your door, and access to Ox After Dark Replay, the $15 a month tier, which is the uh, certified crispy certificates and uh, figure fix assistance. Uh, you also have the What a Guide tier at $25, the 18 by 24 silhouette poster, doubles of all the stickers we send, and all the benefits of the previous tiers. Uh, we have two posters we need to catch up on. Those will be shipping, I believe, in March. Uh, so bear with us on those. Uh, we do have some amazing YouTube channel members. We have MojoZ78, OG Fan, Absolute Irwin, uh, Bema, Test Jess One, Mark Pearson, DK Avenger 702, Ben Thomas, OMFG Rick, Justin Harass, Mike Oxlong, Paul Schreiber, uh, S Beam, Andrew Gibo, uh, Andres IB, CC3PO and Daminator. Bunch of angels there. You can become a channel member for 99 cents. If you're a Patreoni, if you're not, the uh, lowest tier starts at $2.99 called the Peanut Gallery. Uh, with both of those, you'll get access to loyalty badges and emojis in the chat. If any of our members are in the chat, if you want to smash those emojis for us and show off the cool little emojis you can get. Uh, our network, these are our active shows that are recording, so we have Collective Weekly Live, uh, OFAC Podcast, Small Talk, After Dark, In and Outs of Collecting, uh, collecting weekly live unboxing, bricks and brews, the ring cast, live and let dice, pose wars, and collectors club. Um, for the rest of the week, we have Wednesday ten thirty after dark. OFAC Thursday at two thirty. Um, I believe Pete is hosting OFAC. Ian is ill uh, with COVID, so we're sending our thoughts and prayers to him. I think he's doing fairly well though. Uh, but I believe they're ha uh, having Andrew Keyboard Warriors uh, slash Iconic Studios on to talk about. Uh, the Muhammad Ali figure that they dropped. So stay tuned for that. Uh, John, is this time correct? Friday at 10 for Collector's Club? My apologies. Uh, yes, it is correct. Uh, and then Saturday at 10, we have Pose Wars. So uh, we're getting some some great uh, community members there to uh, come and participate. And uh, remember, your votes and your banes decide the winner. Uh, here's a look at our Tee Public. If you want to support the network, we got some new swag up there. Uh, shirts start at $13 when they're on sale, and there's plenty of designs to choose from. Uh, John, if you can go ahead and read the uh, um, social slide for me, that'd be great. Sounds good. Uh, we got our main Facebook page, Collecting Weekly. We also have Collecting Weekly Auxiliary, a Facebook page. Guys, tune in. We're going to put up for, for Collectors Club. I mentioned it already. I want to see some of your collectibles, what you collect photos you post it there we're going to feature it on the show on friday uh on instagram we got at collecting weekly which is the main page we have at collecting weekly underscore clips all the funny moments and bloopers throughout each show we have at the underscore everyday underscore collector and we have at in and outs of collecting for statue updates and news thank you very much uh do you guys have any shout outs that you want to give yeah i just want to shout out um well not really a shout out but if you're interested in supporting the channel and the Patreon membership is a little high, hit that YouTube button. That's a really cheap way of supporting us, and it helps out more than you probably know. So, um, And you get some cool little stickers. That's dope. People always send the 9.8. The big Emojis. Emojis. What did I say? Buttons? Stickers. Stickers? Sorry. Well, they're digital stickers, so... An NFT, um, if you will. Yeah, no, uh, yeah. Shout out to Usby and Fern. Fern's been a friend of ours for probably about four years, and I think this is your debut on the main show. So is it really? Shout out to Fern. 
Um, wow. it isn't, but it's it's been a really long time since I think I've you were. You, I think you were on. A I've been like interview. on like once or twice, but yeah, it's been a while. We love you, Fern. Fern, also shout out Fern. He sent me a comic that I really needed today, and I didn't even know he was doing it. He just sent it randomly. Wow, um, must be nice. I'm, I'm, Unfortunately, he was going to send me this one, and I bought it, like, the or I got it in the mail, like, the day he was going to send it, and he was like, well, forget it. And he sent me another one, and I got it today. I didn't know he was doing it. I asked him for it, and he was like, I'll think about it, and, like, never said anything. See, Dean? Because I had already shipped it when you asked me. <laughs> That's why I was like, <laughs> wow. Uh, everyone nice. gives me shit for the can I have it, but I'm telling you, when it works fucking works bro dude i well, that yeah, we yeah, kind of offered it I, I wasn't just like hand it over but i'm it, not like that worked that worked for me the other day at little caesars i was like i i really don't want to <laughs> can i have some more like breadsticks buying the pizza oh. to to get the posters so i was just like uh -huh. hey do you guys still have the posters and they're like yeah we also got the new ones that are that are gonna be uh we're gonna be giving them out in a couple of days he's like nobody gets them to be honest nobody ever asked for them and i was like can I have some? He's like, yeah. And then he, he was like, how many do you want? And I was like, as many as you want to give me. And he opened up the new pack, gave me a whole bunch, and he gave me a whole bunch of the other ones. So I was like, hell yeah. Then I looked them up on eBay. They're, go, they're going for like 17, 17 bucks a poster. I was like, damn. Do you so have to ask for them? It's supposed um, to be like you... Um, you get it with the purchase of like a special pizza. Yeah, I've yeah. gotten that fucking thing twice, and I never got a poster. I was like, all right. I but if you don't get it, you could ask for it. But I, when I got got it the first time, I didn't even know they were giving out the posters. They, they just gave it to me with the pizza. I was like, oh wow. shit. You'd love to see it. Uh, anyone else have any shoutouts they want to give before we uh, cut this one off? Zach, shout out to you for hooking it up with wow. the 4K digital codes for Lord oh, of the Rings yeah. for the trilogy. So we got through it's all funny. three movies. And it's funny how that happened because it was a prize and we sent it and, and the person never claimed it. And so I was like, if you don't want it, like I can just give it away again. And they're like, yeah, like I already had them. It's cool. Hell yeah. We tried to give it away again and it didn't get claimed again. So I've had this code like just burning a hole in my pocket and i even put it up like uh, like a week before you asked for the patron channel. i was like here if anyone wants it use the code and no one used it and then finally you were like yo i'm gonna watch lord of the rings and i was like bro use this code for the love of god perfect timing yeah thank you for that so we're, good excuse for me to revisit and gg ended up loving them so shout out to everyone oh. in the chat today for sticking with us throughout the entire show my rampage love you guys <laughs> shout out i'll to do you. shout out Sorry, I'll do a shout out. Uh, it's my wife's birthday tomorrow, so she's turning hey, 37 hey, years. Happy birthday, oh, happy birthday, Miss Usby. Miss Usby. Yes. Happy Ms. birthday, Lacey. Eddie, do you want to give a shout out? Yeah, shout out to Pudgy for tuning in. Appreciate it, man. And then uh, wow. Ian, get well soon. I didn't know Ian was sick, so. Yeah, he's sick of our shit. Um, wow. No, I'm just kidding. We love Ian. We wish him all the health. Um, he seemed to be in good spirits when I talked to him last, so. You know, definitely hope he gets well soon. But anyways, I love you guys. It's been a great show tonight. Episode 204 in the books. My name is Zach. I'm Dean. I'm Eddie. I'm Dean. I'm Eddie. God damn it. I'm Jonathan. I'm Danny. I'm Fern. 
I'm Sean. <laughs> and I'm Marco. Oh, Jesus Christ. We're never and two knuckleheads ever again. Hashtag uh, get it right the first time. Thank <laughs> you.